100. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Let's go, everybody. One, two, three. Hey, now. uh, I'm tired of being out of shape. And I'm sitting here waiting for a knock on the door from Mark Wahlberg. You know, Mark Wahlberg, the actor. Yes. He said he's going to motivate me to get me in shape. And I said to him, man, I'm getting older. He goes, that's no excuse. And I'm telling you, once you talk to me, you're going to... Because he he gets up early in the morning and he starts working out. Let's hope that he... uh, There, I, I told you he'd be here. Okay. I better answer because uh, that guy's so strong he can knock the door down. You know that. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark Wahlberg, what's happening there with the door? It's a good thing you opened the door for me. I was about to break it down. Yeah, well, hey, uh, you said that uh, you would help me uh, with uh, working out and getting into the gym and getting motivated. What's up with that? And thank you for doing our show. Yeah, well, listen to me, Howard. I've been driving around Boston, and I've been listening to your show. And I just right. keep hearing you bitch and moan about your big flabby belly and your little man titties. So here's right. my question to you. Are Good. you going to be a little bitch? Or are you going to hit the gym with me, huh? No, I, I, I'll tell you what, though. Every time I go in the gym, my head hurts. The next day, my neck hurts. You know, you're, you're <laughs> oh, not God. my age. Every, everything hurts. I, I am. Uh, I am. Your, you know how fucking old I am, Howard? You have no idea how old, how old I am. You know why? Because I work my ass out. You don't, I know, I, okay? I, I, you've always been in great shape, you know, uh, yeah. I think. I, yeah, I have. And it takes a lot of work. And I want to fucking train you, okay? I want to show Good. you how to be like me, Howard. I have my day planned down to the motherfucking minute, all right? Right. 2, yeah, how's 2 that a.m. Let, hey, go Howard, ahead. let me get yeah. out my fucking day's plans, okay? <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'll shut up. Go ahead. What is your 2 plan? 2 a.m. pre-workout. 2.22, work out for 10 fucking hours. 12.22 p.m., I see my kids. I say, hey, kids, how you doing? Are you good? And they always know to answer yes. 12.30, right. I go to church. I pray the rosary because Jesus Christ is our one true savior. Okay? Then right. it's time for lunch. I have a teeny tiny little chicken breast. And guess what I put on it, Howard? Take a wild fucking guess what I put on my fucking chicken. Uh, a mustard? Nothing. Oh, wow. And then I'm back to the gym, Howard, for five fucking hours. Robin. Take a look at these yeah. abs right now. You want to touch these things? Huh? I, I do. Oh, my God. Touch goodness. his abs. It's like a washboard. Yeah, exactly. You could wash. That's exactly right. You could wash your motherfucking clothes on my motherfucking <laughs> stomach. And do you think this was an accident that I got him this way? No, Howard. No, it's not a fucking uh, you accident. You know what? I think when I was younger, I could live what you're talking about, you know, but I don't think I can live like you do. It's too much for me, you know, at this point in my life, you know, are you some kind of pussy, Howard? I, I, I had no idea that you were going to be this much of a motherfucking pussy because honestly, <laughs> I, I, it's, it's, it's one little, it's this little sacrifice. Yes, I may work out 47 times a day and I'm angry all the time, but I look fucking amazing. You do. I mean, does it you feel do. good when you wake out in the morning? What, what does it feel like? Do you just roll out of bed and plop your face on the goddamn floor? Because I'll tell you what I do. I fucking pop right out of bed. Right. Right. I That's mean, any the secret. That you're not, any minute that you're not working out, you might as well be eating a whole pizza. I'm not talking about one or two slices. I'm talking about shoving that big thing in your fat, sloppy mouth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're a tough guy. I remember you once said, if you were on the plane on 9-11, you would have stopped the attacks. Because you are a tough guy. You goddamn right, I'm a tough guy. Let's be honest here. You think I can't beat the shit out of four fucking guys? Drop me in Ukraine right now. I'll take all those motherfucking Ruskies out. Three hours tops. I'll be home for dinner. Ray will have it on the fucking plate at 5 p.m. because she knows my bedtime's at 5.30 p.m. 
Are you right. think a challenger would have exploded if wow. I was in it? If I was in charge of NASA, you, you think if I was in charge of NASA, the challenger would have exploded? Fuck no. I'd have beat the shit out of those engineers until I got it right, those little fucking nerds. I'd be like, get it right, you motherfucker. They'd be like, what are you talking about? What am I supposed to do? I'd say, you're the fucking nerd. You know, you're the guy that I, I said to Robin, you're the guy to motivate me because I see your videos sometimes on Instagram. And, uh, and, and, and man, you're in the gym at two o'clock in the morning. I mean, it's unbelievable. Well, it's unbelievable. Listen, it's unbelievable. You know, else, you know what else is unbelievable, Howard? How every what? motherfucking thing that comes out of your mouth sounds like a fucking queef. Oh, my God. You know, I don't know. If, uh, listen, thank you for stopping by. OK, thank is you. Is this Fine. motivating you, Howard? No. Goodbye. This is tough love, Howard. This is tough right. love. How do you think we get? Are you going to try to kick me out right now? I'll tell you yeah. what. You put me back in 1963 in Dallas. If I was a little old, I'd have saved JFK. You know what? We still have a Catholic in the White House, like God intended. Okay, listen. Goodbye. I, I thank you though. I'll, I'll Don't be you in fucking touch. do that, Howard. Don't it. <laughs> <laughs> he is fucking unbelievable. He's intense. He said everything that comes out of my mouth sounds like a queef. Yeah, yeah, to him. How the fuck does he play golf in thirty minutes? I mean, he's amazing the way he uh, he, he, <laughs> he sorts his day really out. Good at it. <laughs> it's called time management. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, there he is. For those of you who are unmotivated and you're getting a little out of shape, that's uh, that's a guy who's motivated. Mark Wahlberg, the actor. He, totally uh, dedicated. A- he will not see an ounce of fat on that body. No, he's up at two in the morning. And his wife, Rhea, has to have breakfast ready for him when he comes back from the gym. And she better have dinner on the table at 5.30 because he sleeps shortly after that. And there better not be anything on his chicken breast. (laughs) He has one chicken breast a day. Wow. And nothing. I'm a pretty disciplined guy, but I've never had that kind of energy and discipline. I mean, he's an amazing guy. Well, you know, his career depends on those muscles. Yeah, I guess. Absolutely. I guess. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> He's never had a career without uh, them. Yeah. Wow. So much to talk about. I don't know where to start this morning. There's uh there's a couple of bits I promised you. I here's here's the agenda for today. Uh purposely I do not have a guest today so we can get to all of these things. There is a phony phone call of Little Howard, that would be me, addicted to drag, and we call a, uh, a radio show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can go over the best phony phone call of 2022. We can yes, talk about I the way. Know. I know you want to know, and we're going to happen, what's going to happen today. We can um, also talk about how people misuse Martin Luther King quotes. Uh, they use them for their own purposes. Uh, huh. There's also uh, OJ was on a podcast answering questions, and uh, that's very illuminating and aggravating. Who? I think you might want to asking questions. Uh, one of these kids who has a podcast. He, I don't know if they paid OJ to come on the show or OJ's just bored and he wants to be interviewed, but uh, wow. he did it. Yeah. And it was pretty good. Huh. So I thought maybe we could play a couple of highlights from there and. Uh, I don't know. I could even start. I, this is kind of interesting. And I want to thank JD for this because uh, it's, it's a great little bit here. So there are two new songs out there that are getting a lot of attention. One is from Shakira and one is from Miley Cyrus. And okay. the story, the story is, you know, I guess kids love breakup songs. 
especially Taylor Swift. Revenge she, songs. I've been reading about this. Yeah. Revenge. Revenge songs. Yeah. Yeah. Robin likes to keep up on what the kids are doing. And she reads <laughs> about these things. <laughs> She's at home reading about this. Yeah, me too. And uh, so, so you know, this formula has worked really well for Taylor Swift. She's obviously very successful. So Shakira came out with a song that is a revenge song. She evidently had a uh, husband or a partner named Gerard Piquet. And he left Shakira, if you could imagine, for a 23-year-old girlfriend. For another woman, yes. Another woman. Can you imagine leaving Shakira? I don't think I would leave her. Why would you need belt. another woman? <laughs> if my Isn't woman she look, woman enough? <laughs> well, my woman looks like that and can belly dance. And also she's an earner. I thought Shakira, I thought I read she's going to jail or something for tax evasion. Why is she still releasing I heard songs? that too, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, like, it's all confusing. It's all confusing. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But I, I don't know. I thought I read that. But anyway, in Shakira's new revenge song, she criticizes, and the song's not subtle. And I was excited to hear this song, but here it is. And it's called Bizrip Music Sessions number 53, Shakira. And here it is. And I'm like, shit, How do I don't I know what's going on. I don't Well, that's why I thank JD. JD sang the song but in English. Ah. And here's the thing, and I got to say it. When you hear the words in English, and this is why maybe I've been approaching music the wrong way. I should be putting out my songs in Spanish. The song sounds pretty fucking intense in Spanish. But then when you hear the lyrics in English, you realize it's a completely trite song. Yeah. And, and I even sort of disagree with the song because she's like attacking the girl he ran off. The which girl. Attacking, yeah. yeah. So here you go. This is uh, JD singing Shakira. And now you'll know the lyrics. I won't get back with you, not if you cry, not even if you beg me. I understood that it's not my fault that you're criticized. I just make music. Sorry if I splashed you. You left me with your mom as a neighbor. The press at my door and a debt with the treasury. You thought you'd hurt me, but you made me stronger. Women no longer cry. Women get paid. She has the name of a good person. Oh, shit. Clearly, it's not what it sounds like. She had the name of a good person. Clearly. Dude, I mean, lyrics are kind of trite. Well, there's something in there. You left me with your uh, mom as a neighbor. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, here you go. Shakira is facing a tax fraud trial in Spain. For failing to pay $13.9 in taxes on income between 2012 and 2014. Wow, she's like Al Capone. Uh, yeah, I think denies... he's implicated in that, too. I'm not sure, though. Who, Al Capone? They might wind up in jail, to back together in jail. <laughs> she denies any wrongdoing and rejected a deal with authorities. Okay, there you go. The argument lies in whether Shakira lived in Spain for more than 183 days of the year, which would qualify her as a Spanish resident for tax purposes. Oh, okay. she might not have even known about that, you know. Right. She yeah. might have just said, oh, let me stay another week. And all of a sudden, she's in trouble.
And plus, if she just stays out of Spain, can they? Re- they don't extricate. They don't extra. Kate, is that the word? Extradite. Extradite. They don't extradite you, right? Anyway, uh, then there's a song by Miley Cyrus, friend of the show. And she's got a song, Flowers. And it's about her relationship with Liam Hemsworth. She used to be married to Liam Hemsworth. Flowers was the most streamed song over the weekend on Spotify. It was released on Liam Hemsworth's birthday, January 13th, and the lyrics make Even reference Even though she to, doesn't mention him, yeah. Right. But there are clues. That's what... Yes. That's the thing the kids like, clues. Like, yeah. uh, uh, they filmed it at the old house where they used to be married or something like that. Uh, the lyrics make reference to their relationship, including singing about the house in Malibu that burned down. Uh, most people feel the uh, video is very hot. Miley walks around in a sexy dress, and then one minute in, she strips down to lingerie and swims and dances. <laughs> Which makes sense. Which makes sense. It does? Yes, I've talked to Miley Cyrus about this. She even says, you know, if you, if you, if you, you know, in Wrecking Ball, she was naked. Riding on a wrecking ball. Yeah, but I'm ball. like, it's a revenge song. How does mm. it's, it's lingerie and swimming and all that stuff? Dudes, dudes will watch revenge. it. <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with revenge. People will watch it if you're naked. <laughs> At the 141 mark, she's still in lingerie doing exercises and moves, which mainly look like her fucking. Yeah, yeah, I got some pictures. No, you don't care about shit like that. Anyway, here's her song. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Anyway, good for her. She's having a big hit song, I guess. And- well, good for her. Yes, but I do, I do object to this dwelling on past relationships why do these people mean so much to you they were making you miserable <laughs> well, saying, i gotta i gotta show you i can survive you well that's true yeah i guess i guess you could look at it that way but she doesn't i don't know him. that's what the song is about so stop singing about it boy you're a tough you're a tough broad i'll tell you Robin never will sing about ex-relationships. That's it. No, you have an M.O. I know when Robin breaks up with a guy or he breaks up with her, whatever. Oh, she's done. And she announces it and that's it. And you never hear about it again. She is true to her. <laughs> that's right. What you she's don't saying. hear me say anything about this. That's right. Robin Ophelia Quiver. Robin Ophelia Quivers. Live your life. Be free. Right. Live your life. Be free. As Robin said. They weren't meant for you if they're gone. Right. Right. There you go. Robin. Everyone smiles in the same language. (laughs) Yeah. Take that. (laughs) <laughs> that's true you know everyone smiles in the same language you understand a smile when you see one absolutely no matter if the person speaks english or not 
I haven't actually seen any smiles come my way. I'm like Frankenstein's monster. Uh, <laughs> nobody, people see me and they run the other direction. It's so true. I, you know, one of the things I'm hung up on, I don't remember my father ever smiling at me. Like, like, you know, me bringing him happiness. And I said, I was raised like Frankenstein's monster. That's why I love Frankenstein so much and the monsters. You know, because uh, it reminds me. <laughs> you had that life. <laughs> the first time I saw a smile was I made like a, a couple of million for a radio station I was working for. So the general manager gave me a smile. That was that. That's how I got my first smile. But there you go. Anyway, so those that's what's going on in music with Miley Cyrus and uh, Shakira. Shakira, Shakira, Shakira. And, uh, yeah. And then the other thing I wanted to mention that I'm really kind of uh, fascinated by is this guy who murdered his wife. Uh, and uh, you know what I'm talking about. This yeah. guy in Massachusetts, his name's Brian Walsh. He's pleading not guilty to murdering his wife. But the prosecution listed off 18 disturbing Google searches he did on his young son's iPad. And um, and this is the in court there. So this is what the guy was searching, searching. right before. Right. Right before. <laughs> right before his wife. Looks like he did everything wrong. <laughs> yeah. Don't go on a computer on your kid's computer and search these things. I got to play this for you. At 4.55 a.m. on January 1st, he searched how long before a body starts to smell. At 4.58 a.m., how to stop a body from decomposing. At 5.47 a.m., 10 ways to dispose of a dead body if you really need to. At 6.25 a.m. on the 1st, how long for someone to be missing to inherit. At 9.34 a.m. on the 1st, how long does DNA last? At 12.45 p.m., uh, Pap saw best tool to dismember. At 1.14 p.m., can you identify a body without, with broken teeth? At 1.20 p.m., can baking soda make a body smell good? <laughs> you know, he might be innocent because um, a lot of times what I like to do, whenever I go over someone's home that has Alexa, when they leave the room, I just go, Alexa, how do I kill my wife? Alexa, how do I? And then I, I build up a whole long list just in case. Like a list, like how yeah. long does it take for a body to smell and so forth? Not a body, a body. Is that my phone or is that yours? No, it's not mine. Hmm. Oh, it's mine. It's my daughter. It's her birthday today. My oh. little my, my little one is 30. Can you believe that? Your my youngest. Little, my youngest. 30. Oh, man, do I feel old. That is crazy, huh? I can't believe it. Yeah. 30 years old. So crazy. That's nuts. You know, but anyway, there you go. She said, he you also, know, uh, you know, he told the police that he stayed home this whole day. One one day they were asking him about and they had him under surveillance that day. <laughs> And they saw him going to <laughs> Home Depot or someplace to get cleaning supplies and tarps. Yeah. Why do people do that? I mean, I still, th you know, years ago I said to you, if I was going to be a master criminal and I wanted to kill my wife or kill anyone in my family, I would take them hiking. And we go yeah. on a hike and then you and they slip and they go right off the cliff. I'm sure people right. do that all the time. There's also the cruise ship thing. People cruise ship, right. Things all the time. 
Hey, where? Hey, where's my where's my uncle? I don't see him. <laughs> he must have slipped. For some reason, on hikes and um, and cruise ships, there's no cameras around. There's nothing. Nobody knows where anybody went. Imagine this guy's busy getting rid of the body, the body, as she said. <laughs> so Brian Walsh was charged with killing his wife, Anna Walsh, two weeks after she went missing. Missing investigators have found evidence, including ten garbage bags with bloodstained yeah. items, a hacksaw, a hatchet, cleaning supplies, and cutting shears. They also allege that Brian disposed of other trash that was later incinerated. He took it to the neighbor's house. <laughs> it's like they saw him doing yeah. that, too. He better uh, Google uh, how not to get your butt raped in prison <laughs> <laughs> on the kid's iPad. At Home Depot, Brian wore a face mask and rubber gloves as he bought mops, brushes, tape, a hazmat suit with boot covers, buckets, baking soda, and a hatchet, prosecutors say. I think this guy's going to prison. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. everybody's saying, but there's no body. They haven't found a body. Well, they found too much else. <laughs> they don't need to wait for the body. Speaking of bodies showing up and people getting away with it, maybe I should play the OJ on this other uh, radio show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he's doing interviews, know. when are you going to put in your request? <laughs> I'm guessing I have no information whatsoever, but this kid was able to get OJ to come on the show. It's it's either one of a couple of ideas that I got. Either one, they outright paid him. Uh, that's number one theory. Uh -huh. Number two, OJ, you know, OJ just loves, OJ loved his life where he yes. used to be interviewed about football and movies and go on talk shows and. You know, he was the toast of the town, and maybe he just can't handle he not can't being on shows. Give it up. Yeah, that's a yeah. feeling I have that he just, he, he watches these football games on the weekend, especially now that they're in the playoffs yeah. and all kinds of old football players are on talking about what the guys are doing and nobody's calling OJ. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So this podcast is a big podcast. Maybe that's why OJ did it. It's called the Full Send Podcast. It's a big one. It's hosted by a group of dudes, influencers. They, they're they not dudes. They're influencers. Oh, okay. And it has a frat boy kind of vibe. You know, everybody chimes in. And they've gotten like Donald Trump, Elon Musk, Mark Cuban, Caitlyn Jenner, Post Malone. Oh, they've gotten them quite, names. you know. Yeah. The podcast has 1.8 million subscribers on YouTube. And their videos have over 200 million views. So these guys have something going on. And so they got OJ on there. And I don't know if I'm, I don't know if the, I didn't hear the whole thing, just what the guy sent me over, but I don't think they ever made clear how OJ ended up on there. Like, did they pay him or not? But, but I don't know that they pay for Do people. Do they but pay people? I have general? no idea. But the only thing I got out of this was OJ was as tone deaf as ever because you know, he's just, he just infuriated. He's acting you. like he's not OJ. <laughs> yeah, that, he's yeah. acting like the old OJ. Right. <laughs> JD's theory is that someone must have convinced OJ to do this to help his brand or something. And but OJ wasn't promoting anything. You know, he wasn't really. What's he got to promote? I think you know, guys like OJ who are true narcissists. 
I think they believe if they can just talk to the public, they can manipulate the public into thinking they're good guys. I mean, that's Trump. He always thinks he can talk his way out of everything. Yeah, and if I quite get frankly, in the room, he does. Yeah. Yeah. If you, it's, um, there's a lot of guys like this in show business I've met. They just think if they can get a hold of you, they can convince you that they're innocent, you know? It's just a big misunderstanding that they can clear up better than any attorney. Let me take so, the stand. You know, that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the other thing. They don't want to stay off the stand. They want to expose themselves to the prosecution for questioning because they know yeah. they can handle it. Yeah. Well, like at the OJ trial, I'm sure Johnny Cochran had to tell OJ 50 times, you're not going on the stand, OJ. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, If people could hear what I have to say, they would understand. No, 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 OJ. Shut up. Just try on those gloves and pretend like they don't fit your hand. Sit there and draw in that uh, doodle on that legal pad yeah. like you've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right at the top, OJ made it clear he doesn't do uh, interviews often. Here, the, here, here's the interview. Uh, <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. Well, yeah, we appreciate uh, you coming. I, yeah, I try to keep it in in, in the sports world. You know, um, not that I mind. I don't. I, I stay away from. Last century. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause I did a ton of those interviews back then and it made no difference. Nobody changes their mind. Nobody, you know, so, uh, I don't mind talking about other stuff, you know, like anything that happened this century. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I just want to hang out and cut up with you guys, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know? Last century was bad for me, so I don't talk yeah. about it. <laughs> I don't talk about anything from the last century, especially starting at, let's say, June 12, 1994. Accused, not charged. Right. Uh, by the way, I should mention O.J. dropped my name when he talked about attending Trump's 1993 wedding to Marla Maples. I was oh. a part of this discussion, yeah. Were you in his wedding? Yes, yes, I was at his wedding. Who all? Uh, like that must have been star-studded. Yeah, my my, my date was Tony Katane <laughs> at the at the and uh, you know Howard was there. Stern, I I was on the board of directors of Infinity, so in a way I was sort of like Howard's, you know, the guy above Howard Stern's guy. Uh, you know, wow. I ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna say boss, but you know, uh, damn. Howard was there, and Howard was always in love with Tommy. It was kind of funny because he was talking to Tommy when I walked up. God bless her soul. And uh he introduced Tommy and I. And we got into this soulful kiss, her and I. And he's looking at us. He said, oh, you guys know each other. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. He's a legend. Yeah. You like him, Howard? Yeah. He was, he was, you know, Howard was Howard. That's me. Howard is Howard. But, uh, yeah, actually, he was talking uh, to my date. I could have killed him. <laughs> he was trying to cockblock me. <laughs> I do, you know, it's funny. I I don't think about Trump's wedding all that much. It actually wasn't star-studded. It was sort of a disappointment. I remember going and thinking You'd it's going to be a lot of people. Yeah, you know, and I back in those days, I I never got invited to anything anything remotely show business. People would just, you know, you never got to beat famous people so i thought mm, okay i've been invited i'll go and it'll be a scene and then like the most famous people there were oj and tawny katane 
<laughs> and then I saw Tawny, who had been on our show a bunch of times. And I remember I went up to her and I was like, hey, Tawny, how you doing? And uh, OJ is right. Man, I that girl. Ooh, I mean, wow. I was in love with her. And um, and I'm talking to Tawny and OJ just comes right up, grabs her and kisses her right on the mouth. He starts making out with her. And I was like, whoa, that's a move. And then I yeah. realized that they had they were they were obviously a couple. But the move really was about you. Let me just yeah. show him, mark my territory so he knows what's out. going on. Let me lift my leg and piss on her so that you know not to touch her. <laughs> I would love to. But, um, yeah, famously on the back of my second book, I had a picture with OJ. That was yeah. from uh, Trump's wedding, Donald Trump's wedding. Um... Oh, so one of the hosts in the podcast makes a quick joke using the word deadly. OJ oh. did not like that. He did, he you can't didn't like use that. certain words around OJ. Yeah, you got to be careful what you say around the OJ. So you and Trump are like kind of like wingmen sometimes. Well, I, I would say we were. Um, that would be a pretty deadly duo. We Trump were. And OJ, yeah. Especially that, that time. word. At okay. that time, yeah. uh, we were what I would call. Uh, <laughs> I will kill you. We got a problem. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Donald Trump and I were real lady killers. He 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 he. Yeah, they should have tried that one. You and Donald Trump were lady killers. <laughs> don't say that word. Don't say it if you don't want to live. <laughs> anyway, uh, as we all famously know, in 2008, O.J. went to prison for robbery and kidnapping and assault because it was kind of lame for attempting to retrieve sports memorabilia that he claimed belonged to him. But everyone was happy. At least O.J. went to jail for something. And uh, But O.J. started talking about on the podcast that he received so much mail in prison that he'd have his prison buddies help him sort it out. And many of the letters were from women. And some of them included pictures. I found this interesting. And uh, it's really annoying when you listen to it because you're like, who the fuck are these women who, like, they know what this guy's been up to and they still write OJ and send them pictures. Here you go. So what I would do on Sundays, I uh, get this, be a group of guys and we go, this one. Even prison sounds fun for OJ. Right. He's always throw got all the mail out. And then, yeah, a group of guys, we golf and then eat our <laughs> breakfast and then open up my mail. They would take their portion of the mail because they were all looking to get, you know, uh, uh, male buddies, um, girl, male partners, yeah. and stuff like that. You would have a couple of guys would try to hustle me, uh, and hustle the girls because a lot of the letters. If I could do anything for you, OJ, let me know. Blah blah blah. And girls were writing that. Pictures. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and they send uh, you pictures too. Yeah, yeah. So you're getting nudes in jail. Uh, I can't say nudes because the 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 prison actually reads your mail. I, I didn't trust any of it, you know. Yeah. Uh, you get catfished like that Notre Dame guy did. Uh, <laughs> Much you know, of tail. I, I never believed any of the pictures. Even though I did, I have since met one of the girls that had written me and had sent me pictures. And uh, she's everything that. Did any, know, of, these, wow. any of these girls come and visit you? I, I wouldn't have taken them. Yeah. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have accepted the visit. Why not? Yeah, they said they'd do anything for me. They'd uh, hug me, kiss me, hide my muddy shoes, uh, whatever. 
Hey, uh, OJ uh, also has said that he was the coach of the prison softball team. He didn't play, he just coached. I mean, it sounds like a country club. I mean... Right. When when yeah. was the punishment? <laughs> Where was that? It didn't sound any different than the, the summer camp my parents sent to. <laughs> sent me to when I was a kid. They, you know, like, yeah, softball, girls, letters. Mail. Mail. <laughs> Mail day. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, kids, go write your parents. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, so then the podcaster uh, rightly uh, asked him about, hey, OJ, what do you do all day? Like, what's your life now? And I, I thought yeah. this was an excellent interview because I want to know what OJ does all day. It appears that he golfs and he eats great food, goes to bars and fucks chicks. But I, I listened to this answer, and it was just like a long way of saying he does nothing. Here, here listen to OJ. I mean, you know, wasn't he supposed to have to pay the Goldmans? And, I don't know. He, he's just having a good life. Listen to this. What is, like, your day-to-day or week-to-week kind of, like, life like right now? What, well, what are you doing you know, on, like, I'm, a daily basis? Uh, Mondays, I, uh, Mondays, I, it's kickback day for me. I mean, I'll play. Listen to listen How to this schedule. Than any other day, Monday kickback day. <laughs> uh, Monday. Let's see. Let's start with Monday. But he really answered the question in depth. Monday's kickback day. Now, when you say kickback day, think about you it. You should this have been 20... doing a lot, yeah, because yeah. you need a kickback day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this twenty-four hours in a day—that's a lot of kicking back. Here you go. Golf sometimes on Mondays. Tuesday is the total pay bills kickback. Wednesday, I play golf with a. In a group, uh, it's about 40 or 50 golfers. And on Wednesday, we'll probably have 15 or 20 of the guys. Thursday is I'm on the couch. I'm a couch potato. <laughs> uh, uh, I go out Thursday nights. Uh, and then Friday, uh, the weekend rolls around. Friday, Friday, I could be a bum on Fridays. Uh, Saturday, I play golf and I go out Saturday night and we, <laughs> I go to a cigar, bar, cigar bar later on and, have a cigar but store i mean normally i'm in bed by midnight yeah <laughs> I, I i i i don't stay up late let me let me let me explain let me further clarify robin see uh monday i'll kick back <laughs> uh tuesday's pay bills day a whole day of how many bills does oj pay on tuesday no, but, but okay. it's also kickback was after the yeah. bill pay yeah after he pays the bills, he kicks back. So he goes, Monday, kickback day. Tuesday, pay the bills, and he kick back. Wednesday's <laughs> golf. But on Monday, he might also golf. Wednesday's golf with the guys in the group, 40 guys, but only 20. Then Thursday is kickback, couch potato day. Yeah, he Friday, doesn't even call it kickback. It's couch potato. I just sit on the couch. I don't know what my, kickback looks like if, if my, uh, my, he actually has a couch potato day. My dad was 95 and had about 17 strokes, and he did more than OJ. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, let's see, what did I get up to? Friday? Well, Friday, yeah. I'll spend 20, 30 minutes looking for the killer of my wife. <laughs> and then uh, kick back, of course. Friday, and he can be a bum. I like he's also congratulating himself that uh, he goes to bed by midnight. And yeah, sleeps that's like late. An, <laughs> and then he sleeps like an innocent baby. <laughs> uh, he well, never Tuesday, tells you either what time he gets up. 
No, no, no. You don't. You don't get that info. The, the interviewer should have asked him, like, "What time do you rise?" Well, on kickback day, I don't get up to two, three in the afternoon. <laughs> I like Tuesday's bill paying day, paying the bills. I love that. I mean, the only the only bill he should be writing is to the Goldman family. You know, yeah, I send them millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I got one Tuesday. one check I pay. It's a yeah. million dollars, and it goes to the Goldmans. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Let me write this out, Mister Fred Goldman. Wow, doesn't that make you crazy? I want to have that life. And I mean, like, it sounds like he's living. My mom used to say to me, I only do one thing a day. That's like, let's see. So, OJ, what do you do on the weekend? Saturday, we play golf. So, maybe go to a cigar bar. And then Sunday, uh, I spend the day taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. I move my bowels. Jesus Christ, what a life. I got to hear that again, I think. I go out on Thursday. I like the Monday. Monday goes, Monday I kick back, but I could play golf. <laughs> I think he sees golf as like a job. Right. <laughs> then he's busy. He's he's taken up with something. Hmm. What am I going to do today? Kick back or play golf? <laughs> Ooh, tough decision. <laughs> From what I can tell, golf is as hard as OJ works. Yes. Yeah. That's basically what he's saying. Yeah. Um, oh, this is something that really annoys OJ. Yeah. Finally, something. He can't stand the fact that he's not verified with a check mark on Twitter. Oh, he still can't get yeah. that. He still can't get that. Thank you. Thank God. If if Elon Musk gives him a check mark as part of his new plan to you know make Twitter something hey, Twitter world free, uh, I'm gonna um, I think I have to I have to un, I have to unfollow I have to get off that service. It's I mean, me, come on. Truly. I I love that OJ can at least get a check mark. Are you yeah. active on like social media? Yeah, I, I I'm on Twitter. I try to keep it light and and airy and mostly about fantasy football. Mm. What do you think? Have you seen that Elon's taken over Twitter? Yeah. As a matter of fact, I sent a message uh, on Twitter to him that maybe I could finally get a check. For some reason, they wouldn't give me a check. They won't verify you? <laughs> they not verified me. It and it, ma it made no sense to me. Hmm. And I, the only thing I could think was because there's like 10, 11, 12 other Simpsons, <laughs> maybe they want to keep all of them there, all those phony accounts. Uh, semi alive. I, I, I don't know. Didn't make any Didn't sense. Make any sense. Semi alive. L notice I didn't leave Nicole semi alive. Uh, yeah, all those fake OJ accounts are making OJ look bad. He doesn't <laughs> like it. He wants you to know which is the real OJ. I said, Elon Musk, let's cut to the chase. Who do I have to kill to get verified around here? <laughs> Uh-oh. The guy's just handed me a note. Is he verified? O OJ is now verified on Twitter, but it's because he subscribed to Twitter Blue, whatever the oh, fuck that is. Oh, that's the new tiered service where you pay, I guess. Oh. And he got verified. Don't have any money for the Goldman family, but I do have money to get verified. 
I guess they want to keep these other OJ accounts semi alive, which is what I, which was what Ron Goldman was before I finished. I mean, before the killer finished him. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I know. It's great. So now he's verified. Are you getting off Twitter? Nah, I'm full of shit. Hey, Twitter. I know a lot of people thought there'd be a, a mass exodus when Elon Musk took over. And that didn't happen either. Yeah, I like Twitter. I mean, I do get the news capsulated on Twitter. So anyway, uh, you want to hear how? I don't know if you want to hear any more, but I got a clip here. OJ's proud of how he raised his kids by himself. <laughs> That's what? Funny. I, do you want to hear that, or is it going to make you? That's throw like up? trying to get sympathy as a widow, er. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, I tell you, it was hard for me after my wife died. Uh, I, you know, no more pussy. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to raise them alone. Their mother was a real deadbeat. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, uh. I just made lemonade out of my dead wife's lemons. Uh, <laughs> anyway, here you go. Here's OJ. Thinks he did a good job raising the kids. People have come up to me and said, oh, I met your son and blah, blah, blah. He's such a great kid. And, well, they're not such kids anymore, but um, I think I did a hell of a job. Right? I knew before the... Judy and Lou left us. Uh, they commended me on the job I had done, you know, uh, raising the two young kids uh, by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know, uh, and they, you know they, they, they both have done well. They mm-hmm. both lived a good life. Ay, ay, ay. Quite impressive. He's amazing. <laughs> he, he, he really is. Really amazing. Like, wouldn't the best thing just to not go on this podcast? Like, just keep quiet. I always say that. Like, you know, Klaus von Bülow left the country quietly after he got. I, I don't know why OJ continues to like stir people up with this shit. That's OJ. He can't help it. He loves being famous, even if it's infamy. You know, Robin, I'll tell you a funny story. You know, my kids used to always uh, be troublesome and, and, and very difficult. And then after their mother died, uh, they became very polite to me. Um, <laughs> right after their mother mysteriously got decapitated, the kids got in line and, and they, they, they never really talked back to me, OJ. They turned I'd out say, okay. <laughs> like, even if I just said, kids, you got to eat your broccoli, they'd be like, we're not going to go to hell with mommy, are we? And they they ate that broccoli. You know, if I knew how much work it was raising kids, I might might not have broken up with their mother. (laughs) What's with that laugh, too, after everything? (laughs) (laughs) No, we don't know, OJ. You will never tell us. Here's a montage of OJ cracking himself up. After my stint in camp. <laughs> Nine Not, years after, yeah. years after you, you, you even... only thing I do is swing a golf club <laughs> with me. I said, "Man, I didn't grow up in Brentwood." Mm. <laughs> He's good to go, coach. He's good to go. <laughs> right. Well, my kids are doing well, so uh, hell, they take care of me. Mm. <laughs> Every way I hit him hurt me. 
<laughs> uh, you know, scary a jury spoke. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I said, I kind of wish I could hear those same guys when my verdict came. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Buffalo Bills, go Bills. <laughs> You're still a Bills fan. Go Niners. He uh, he's having a great time. Everything's funny. Anyway, um, by the way, the the kid tried to bring up the murders uh-huh. that OJ said in the beginning. He didn't want to talk about anything from that century. But OJ was having none of it. Things got quite the tenses. Uh, forget about it. <laughs> he stuck to his guns. Sometimes I break myself up. I'm killing. Uh, here you go. OJ won't talk about because I meant like obviously there's so many rumors, whatever. But only you really know the truth. So I guess no, I'm not the only one that knows the truth. There's others that know the truth. Yeah, no. people like like what like who? Who did it? <laughs> people know. No, I don't know what people know, but somebody knows. Do you have any way to like respond to that? Like, if you had to answer, who did it? No, I'm not even going to talk about that. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not going there. Is that something that you put in the past, or? Well, you have to. So, has anyone ever asked you like who you thought did it? I'm not going to talk about this. Okay. Got it. Okay. Are you upset that the like the killer? Of Ron and Nicole was never found? Uh, right now, I'm not going to discuss any of that. All right? Yeah, I think that's a pretty obvious question. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not getting in that. I'm not going there. Yeah. Okay. You don't think that they're still out there? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not going there. All right. All right. All good. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't you rather hear about my golf game and what putter I use? You got OJ here. Why are you Wouldn't wasting you time like on it? Would you like to hear about Fridays when I become a bum? <laughs> <laughs> a bum. That's the truth. <laughs> uh, look, young man, we discussed this. Don't ask me about the murders. I'll get angry and I'll kill you. I'm not Okay. Uh, okay. That. Different yeah. tone of voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't talk about that. Ron and Nicole are the ones that got murdered. Ask them. That's their business. And you better watch your neck. That's it. Uh, OJ's people. OJ has people, evidently. OJ's people told the host not to mention the killings, but they snuck it in anyway. Good job, guys. I, I say, well done. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta give him the Zuggerine. Pe- OJ's got people. <laughs> Evidently. You know, listen, these young golf men, buddies. We talk, yeah, we, yeah, the golf buddies coming, you know. <laughs> hey, don't ask OJ. Hey, stupid, don't ask OJ about. <laughs> That's right. I don't stab and tell. Don't ask me about that. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Just talk about golf and being a bum and paying my bills. Kickback what a day. week. What? Kickback day. Got several kickback days. <laughs> yeah, a Friday kickback day. Well, uh, well what's the difference between kickback day and 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 um uh the day Monday where you kickback day. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a kickback day and then there's days that he's just a bum. Right. Fridays he could be a bum. Monday's yeah. kickback day. But he might play golf. So maybe he doesn't play golf when he's a bum. 
<laughs> That's the only difference I can tell between Monday and Friday. Monday, he might play golf. What is like your day-to-day or week-to-week kind of like life like right now? What, well, what are you doing yeah, on like I'm, a daily uh, basis? Mondays, I... Uh, Mondays, I it's kickback day for me. I, oh, okay. Monday is kickback day. Yeah. But golf could happen. I mean, I'll play golf sometimes on Monday. Sometimes. Tuesday is a total pay bills kickback. Wednesday, I play golf with a, in a group. Uh, it's about 40 or 50 golfers. Tuesday's paying bills. That's the whole day. No, Wednesday's golf. Uh, right after I finish paying those three bills. Yeah, well... Let's see. Probably got the electric bill. Yeah. I mean, what I mean, rent or mortgage. Uh, right. And the phone. Hmm. Um, I would love to kick back today, but today is paying bills day. <laughs> Let's see. Maybe if, if I can get done in time, I'll kick back. <laughs> kick back. You know who else has kickback every day? Nicole and Ron. They're not doing much either. On Wednesday, we'll probably have. 15 to 20 of the guys. Thursday is, I'm on the couch. I'm a couch potato. <laughs> yeah, you see, he doesn't call that kickback day. No, that's, embarrassing. that's couch potato day. Yeah. God, finally. I don't know why with, you schedule couch potato day. <laughs> finally, a guy with a better life than Ralph. <laughs> uh, uh, I go out Thursday nights. Uh, and then Friday, uh, the weekend rolls around. Friday, Friday, I could be a bum on Fridays. Uh, Saturday, I play golf and I go out Saturday night and we, I go to cigar bar, cigar bar later. Cigar bar. Like you go somewhere to smoke a cigar. Yeah. I'm always amazed by that. Like there's a cigar bar. Like, uh, I see pictures of celebrities. The paparazzi always takes pictures of them buying coffee. And I suspect that they call the paparazzi because, you know, you can easily make coffee at home. They, they, right. believe it or not, they actually invented a machine a couple of years. You can make coffee in your house. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. You don't have I to don't, go out for it. No, I don't think that's hit Hollywood yet. <laughs> I want to go, Psst. you're not going to believe this. They invented a machine that makes coffee in your house. And you can smoke your cigars at home too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I'm OJ. I'm going to smoke my cigar at home. I don't even want anyone to see me smoke a cigar because they could say, look at this guy. He's having a great life. And there's questionable circumstances surrounding the, the, uh, the demise of his wife and her friend. Hmm. Jesus. We're on and have a cigar, but his store, I mean, normally I'm in bed by midnight. He's all proud of that too. That sounds late to me. There's a lot of time for OJ to get in trouble until midnight. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting that he doesn't say, like, he goes out on Thursdays, not Fridays, because Friday's for amateurs. Right. That's when everybody's out. (laughs) He goes out on Thursday, so all the women uh, are there for him. Right. Smart. smart. (laughs) He's got a plan. Hey, Twitter world, yours truly. Breaking news from OJ. I'm just saying. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, from OJ. Monday is kickback day, but maybe some golf. (laughs) (laughs) And in other OJ news, let's see, is that it? Mm, Yeah, I guess that's good. He does have, there's a clip here that he does have some regrets. He regrets being unfaithful to his wives. 
But I don't know if you need to hear all of them. He was unfaithful to all of them. Why bother to get married? He was not a great husband, evidently. (laughs) You okay? I can tell you want to hear that. Do you have any like regrets about anything, like in your life? Anything? Yeah, Yeah, I regret that I was unfaithful to both my wives. Uh, Mm. But it is it is what it is. (laughs) <laughs> I, I gotta admit, it's, it's, I don't know how, in Hollywood, you do a movie, you're on a set, you're out of town, you're, you're in the Bahamas, or you're in the, uh, Curacao, and I was in South Africa, for instance, and I'm with, uh, this partially supermodel, and we boom, 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 and bam, 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 and, you know, <laughs> did it almost feel like it was? This happens. Did know? it feel like it was like too easy for you? It it was easy. <laughs> it was. Easy, <laughs> you know? A cheating was so easy. I felt like I was getting away with murder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cheating cheating on your wife is easy. It's it's not d- difficult like getting blood out of a sweater. That's hard. Hiding evidence is hard. You know. You know, getting a knife through a very thick neck, that's hard. That That's hard work. You know, boom, 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 stab, stab, stab. You know. Voila. 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 You know, I, I regret that I did cheat. I mean, I think most of my wives would prefer more cheating and less slicing of the throat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, you know, it, it, of course I didn't do it. The, the I'm just saying. Did. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I, it, it infuriates me. Makes me nuts. But all right, listen, the law is the law, Robin. You got to accept it. You got to stop uh, harping on this. Accused, not charged. Accused, well. not charged. That's right. I don't know how. You I gotta, don't know how you, to stop. You have to calm down over there. <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling you. She gets nuts from this. But uh, fortunately, I do nothing to rile her up about it. <laughs> you know. Um, let's go to Kyle. Kyle, you're on the air in California. Stay safe. Good morning. Good morning. What's happening? Well, I, I got to agree with J.D. here, though. Um, I think that O.J. should not be forgotten for his performances in the <laughs> Naked Gun trilogy. Yeah, I didn't hear the whole um, podcast, but uh, the, instead of asking about those nasty murders, it would have been nice to focus on uh, O.J.'s movie career with the Naked Gun series, which was so excellent. I mean, compared to the former Norberg he replaced, I'd have to say he killed it. <laughs> we have to. We should get OJ in here and just concentrate on his movie career. No football, right. no we murders. Go through yeah. the, the entire filmology. A uh, what we OJ. call a yeah, we call a Nordberg retrospective. <laughs> yeah, if you if you look at the blooper reel, surprisingly, no cuts. <laughs> Nice. You got a million of them. You're a regular Rodney Dangerfield. Work on this? Yeah, you're good. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you. 
All right, Kyle. Thank you. Unless you got another one. Ah, that's all I got to. Thank you. <laughs> got it. Later. All right. There's Kyle, the comedian. <laughs> you know. Hey, Matt, what up? Michigan, Matt. Hey, you shouldn't be giving this guy any time of day. Please stop this. This is bullshit. This guy don't deserve your no recognition. Stop it. Mm, you see, I, I look at it the opposite way. How can we ignore this? He hung up. Harry, what up, brother? In Florida, hey. Harry. What's up, Howard? How you doing? Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, hey now. I have the the way to you finishing your career with a nice rom-com. I want to know if uh, Marianne from Brooklyn's husband will give you a hall pass for Marianne. <laughs> What's he saying? I don't understand. I I don't know where the rom-com came in, but he's saying, do you think Marianne from Brooklyn's husband would give you a hall pass to have sex with Marianne? No man who loves his wife, in my book, would give anyone permission to fuck their wife. You know, that was a great movie. I, I don't know that that movie was reviewed very well, but the movie where Robert Redford, an aging Robert Redford, offered uh money to the husband of was it Demi Moore? Yes. Demi Moore. Demi yeah. Moore. And I think Woody Harrelson played the husband. Yes. What was the name yeah. of that? Indecent Proposal? I, I seem yeah. to remember. Proposal, yeah. That was it. That was and the greatest movie. And your version you, would be you feeling real bad about Beth with the age gap and just Falling for Marianne from Brooklyn and seeing if the husband will give you a whole pass and working around that. I don't mean to critique your movie proposal, but I don't even understand what you're talking about. In other words, <laughs> Beth and I have an age gap. And so, therefore, Marianne from Brooklyn's husband wants me to no, fuck no. his wife. You, what, are you, what are you at saying? This, at this stage of the game, you feel right. so bad for your wife. Having to bang somebody uh, 30 years younger, than, however uh, your age gap is, that, you know, you, you get a hall pass from Marianne and, and you, you fall in love with her. I feel bad. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand this. <laughs> You're going I feel with bad. This, huh? <laughs> I feel bad about the age difference between me and my wife because my wife has to fuck such an old dude. And so, therefore... I guess I say to Beth, you can leave, and then I need a woman, so I take up with Marianne from Brooklyn, but her husband has to sanction the relationship. Is that it? Kind of. I didn't work out the details yet, but that's... You sure didn't. I mean, how does me banging Marianne from Brooklyn help Beth? It doesn't. It doesn't. I'm going to be honest with you, Harry. I like you. I call call you... Yeah. (laughs) I don't think um, I, I'm not a Hollywood guy, but I don't think this movie's going to get greenlit. I don't even think Netflix will buy this. Well, my, I, I, my main question is whether Marianne from Brooklyn's husband will give you a whole pass. I don't think so. I think he's in love with her, I would imagine, and wouldn't want me fucking his wife. Now, yeah, uh, I, uh, that's, that's, I think that's the end of the movie. I go for the hall pass, and then he goes, what are you, fucking high? I don't want you fucking my wife. It's bad that's enough. It's a 15-minute movie. Yeah, it's bad enough she fucking screams and yells every time she gets on the phone with you. It's, that's enough of an embarrassment. Now I'm going to walk around with you fucking her? Christ's sake. I mean, stop it, Harry. You got you to gotta think these pitches through. I mean, if you're going to waste my time with movie pitches. 
Good Lord. Mm. Terrible, uh, terrible proposal for a film. You know, I don't think this guy understands how hall passes work. Well, you he know? seemed to know indecent proposal, but that still didn't help him flesh out no. the story. That was such a good movie. Demi Moore looked so hot in that movie. And Robert Redford was this rich guy who was used to getting whatever he wanted. And he wanted to fuck Demi Moore. And he says to Woody Harrelson, who's fucking flat ass broke, can't even afford this woman. I'll give you guys a million dollars. Just let me fuck your wife. One night. One night. And then it's over. Well, Jesus Christ, Woody Harrelson says yes. And it's, it drives him nuts. He knows he made Then he mistake. can't live with it. He can't live with it. What a fucking good movie that was. You know what else was a good movie? <laughs> what? Two of my favorite movies, Julia Roberts. Pretty Woman, of course. But the other one, Notting Hill, where she's this famous, uh. move, good-looking movie, movie star. And um, and uh, what's that dude's name who fucked a... Uh, uh, Hugh Grant. Wasn't he no. the guy? Yeah, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Yeah. He's a, sh- a Nebish. Who works in a bookstore and somehow he gets the hottest movie star in the world. Oh, that is a great movie. And the scene where um, the Nebish brings home his, his new hot girlfriend to the family and they're freaking out. Fantastic. Julia Roberts with that smile. Good it Lord. It makes me think of uh, Pete Davidson a lot, you know, because he always brings these hot girls home to Staten Island. <laughs> yeah, that's that's and the movie everybody goes crazy because there's this g- young goddess standing in the middle of their little living room hot i was you know i watched football this weekend and i will continue to watch football now that we're almost to the super bowl because this is when i yeah, start how watching many more weeks are there in the season well like two we, we yeah, we got this week, and and that's enough because I even said to my wife, I watched the whole Bills versus the um, uh, Bengals, um, <laughs> and I, you know, I watched that, and it was like I don't know, two hours of my life, two and a half hours of my life, and I'm like, and like, am I gonna have dinner with my wife? And I'm like, honey, can you wait twenty minutes? I got the I got the game on and all this shit, and I, so I spent the you know I spent one game, and I went, good lord, can you real you know my life is ticking away the time is going through the 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 sands are going through the hourglass and i'm sitting here watching this dumb fucking game with these guys bashing each other's brains in but i do love it i do love it i'll admit it i love it but uh, i'm not gonna season no i can't do it i don't i got too much to do you know i like to paint and between this job and the painting you know i would have no time to paint painting takes a long time you can't paint to football. You know, I'm watching this, and really, the greatest phenom right now, you know, people talk about, you know, uh, Burrow, and they talk Look about... Look at you, you uh, know all the names now. Well, yeah, all I got to do is watch one game. It ain't that hard to catch on to what's <laughs> going on. Allen, Mahomes, Burrow. All of a sudden, you think I know what I'm talking about. You know, guys who know about sports. Guys, it's not that hard. So, uh, right, Bengals. Anyway. Bengals. 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 Cincinnati Bengals. That's how you say it. 
I, the first Cincinnati of all, Bengals. J, hey, JD, you, you, you can't even you can't even say Cincinnati. Forget about Bengals. Right, Cincinnati anyway. Bengals. That's how you say it. Say it fine. You want to know something, JD, and the rest of you, Knicks? I'll tell you <laughs> who's the guy you should be worshiping. There's a guy alive right now, and I don't know if you consider chess athletics. But I do. It's um, mental. Sure. It's it's not only mental. But physical as well. You got to be in good physical shape to sit there for two, three hours to do a championship game. But there's this kid, Magnus Carlson. He's the number one chess player in the world. I watch whenever he plays. To me, it's more exciting than football because I understand the game. How long does it take to watch a chess match? Well, I can watch it uh, afterwards and watch analysis of it. I don't have to sit through the actual game. Although I, I do sometimes <laughs> like to see, you know, they also have a thing called blitz games. What are blitz games? Oh, yeah. Three minutes. So, you know, I'm watching this the other day on the Internet. Magnus Carlsen's playing another grandmaster. These are high-level players. They're playing in a blitz tr- tournament. Listen to this. This guy's alive right now, Magnus Carlsen. This is what he did. He, the game is three minutes long. His opponent is playing white, which means white plays the first move. Right. Magnus Carlson's not there. He's late. He, he didn't show up. The guy he's playing makes his first move and hits the clock. Two and a half minutes go by before Magnus Carlson shows up. Okay. There's 30 seconds left on Magnus Carlson's clock. He walks in, he sits down, he looks at the board, and he makes a move, and he hits the clock. So Magnus Carlsen has 30 seconds. The Grandmaster has three minutes. Who do you think won the match? Magnus Carlsen. That's correct. The guy, the guy, the guy, the other dude lost. I mean, this guy's alive right now, Magnus Carlsen. And he's probably somewhere in a hotel sleeping on a, 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 a an insect-infested mattress. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> no, he makes money. Yeah, he does. Chess people make. Yeah. Money. Uh, yeah. Do you never watch the the um, documentary on Magnus Carlson? That's why I know him because oh, I yeah. watched I, the documentary. I didn't see that. It's great. But I. I mean, 34.4 million people watched the Dallas-San Francisco game. That's, well, that's probably the difference between NFL and everything else. Well, that's 33.39999 million more viewers than Magnus Carlson got. <laughs> than, than but Magnus I, Carlson. <laughs> but I watch, I watch this kid, Magnus Carlson, play. It is unfucking believable the brain on this kid. It's, un, it's mind-blowing. He's so good. He'll turn his back around and play 10 people at once. Oh, no. I, I've seen the documentary. No. I've seen him walk around playing 20 people in a room and beating them all. I look at that board sometimes. I don't know what's going on. People have their way with me on that board. He I, looks I, at I'm, it and he can see everything. Everything that you could possibly do. I've been going on lately. I play the Blitz. This I, I got to stop because I feel like such a moron when I lose. I hate the feeling that I have. I feel stupid. Uh, I'm not good at it. And I don't want to feel that way about myself. I just don't. Yeah, that's why I don't play tennis. Because I love the game. I think it's a beautiful sport. And it doesn't look beautiful when I do it. 
That's why my ass looks the way it does. I'm not good at anything, so I just stay home. I say I'm a couch potato like OJ. What can I tell you? Um, let's see. Mary Ann from Brooklyn. Some guy just I don't know if yes, you heard I of heard. me. Oh, yes, okay. I heard. Today's the first day how in forty years I tuned in at seven ten. I have never overslept. I don't sleep at an alarm clock. But anyway, I was a little behind, which I'm very well, disappointed in myself. You missed. Mark Wahlberg called in and yelled at me about working out. Yeah. Oh, God. Here's a, Howard, you know what? My husband's away on business, but I'm going to ask him. But I think we're truly very loyal to each other. And, you know, as of late, he's recently told me how great I've been, you know, over the years. So I don't know. I think he might just do it. But it's funny. I had a question for you because you were talking about it yesterday with Beth. What if, God forbid, Beth, something happened to Beth? Would you ever connect with another woman? Would you remarry? Would you would you shack oh. up with somebody? What would you I do? don't know. I'd be miserable. I love that woman so much. He'd be really so miserable do. he'd have to date, yes. I'd probably, <laughs> to console myself, I would date. Let me tell you, if I was a single guy and I didn't have my Beth, I would fuck Marianne from Brooklyn, sure. I would, you know, because I know it would make her happy. Oh, no way, yeah, no she's an attractive way. one. I mean, I'm not going to marry you and I'm not going to date you. I don't want to be seen in public with you because, you know, with that loud voice and everything, it would be embarrassing. But but just to make you happy, you know what I would do? I'd take you, you to my apartment. You would break up her marriage. You just no. have one night with her. Yeah, I would take her to my apartment. I'd, um, you know, we'd have some, you know. Yeah, I'd take you to the apartment. I don't even need much, Howard. I'm, I'm, I don't need much. I'm, I'm a go-to girl. I'm very quick. I'll, I'll, I'm very fast with thinking. I'll put you in the tub, clean you off. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would come bathed. Oh, all right. Well, if you're bathed, so let's get right down. You don't even have to waste time on that. <laughs> yeah, then I'd like, you know, make I'm out a little bit. Howard, I'm starting Play with your titties. <laughs> Play, you're going to be fully shaved, of course, because you know I like that. And then uh, play with your vagina. And, uh, and then I'll, I'll take you. As OJ would me. say, bing, 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 bam, bam, bam. That's what OJ says. Bing, you know what happened with the supermodel. Bing, 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 bam, bam, bam. <laughs> and then off with your head. What? Would you give me a hickey, Howard? Would you give me a hickey? No, I don't need evidence. Oh. Your husband, you see. <laughs> oh man, Howard, I love you so much. You give it to me every single day, so I you appreciate bet. that. All right, Marion. I think I'm going to keep that thought forever because all I need is Howard in my life. It's nice to know that a, a fan adores me so much that she would uh, be willing to give me coitus. That's exciting. <laughs> there you go. I'll tell you what I'd. I what? certainly would uh, wear earplugs if I was buying them. Can you imagine the screaming and yelling that was oh, going? Oh, the, the racket she would keep up. Howard! 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 Meanwhile, the reality, what a disappointment for her. Because you know me. I come one, two, three, and she's like waiting for the fireworks to go off. And the, the, the next thing's like, hey, Marianne, I'm sorry. I came. That's it. Get out. <laughs> but you know i was reading an article about uh charles dance a uh british actor yeah. you know him from game of thrones he was tywin lannister he was you know i don't know dinklage's I don't know dad oh yeah i know who that guy is yes. dinklage. 
Dinklage's dad. Dinklage had a dad. That was right. Charles Dance. He's been around a long time. He's 76 years old. Yeah. And uh, he recently, I guess it was in the last couple of years, he fell in love with a woman on the set. And now he's dating, I think she's in her maybe 50s or something or 40s. And he talk, you know, he's just running around going, I'm in love again. So nice. All right. It could happen. Got bitten by the love bug. That's right. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah, I'm not like you. Happen again. He Robin, um, Robin, uh, you know, she's happy. Uh, when she's on her own, not me. I like being with someone. I don't think I would do very well. Well, that's what I know own. about you. That's what I'm saying. You'll have to date to get over your grief. <laughs> nah, I don't know. That would be uh, very bad for me. But, uh, yeah, I guess I should take a break. We got a lot to get to. Maybe I got to get to that phony phone call I got to play. Uh, there's a ton of stuff I want to. I do want to iron down this uh, this idea of JD and um, and uh, oh the the bet what bet we're gonna have? Yeah, as long as you got Bangles. Kansas City playing the Bangle Bangles Bangles <laughs> Bangles Cincinnati Bangles. That's how you say it. Bangles 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 the Cincinnati Bangles Bangles. Bingles. According Bangles. to Robin, yeah, guys, according to Robin, it's Bengals. Bangles. I say Bangles. Bingles. What's wrong. the tiger called? Um, Tiger. Bingles. No. <laughs> tiger. Bingles. No, the type of tiger. Bingles. That's what the Bengals are named after. They're named after Bengal tigers. Bangles. Now that you mention it, you're absolutely right. I was saying the Bengals. Bengals. Like, like a Bengal bracelet, but uh, you're absolutely right. Bang, Bengals. 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 <laughs> Not Bengals. 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 And I don't know what Richard said. Richard, Richard saying Bengals. 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 Like bingo. <laughs> Bingles. 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 The Cincinnati Bingles. <laughs> the fans, he's so, he repeats it like an idiot. Yeah. Like he's wrong. Like he just can't let go of it. Um, here a fan wrote me. Richard kept saying Bingles. Bingles. Like Bin, like bin Laden. Bingles. Has Richard been drinking? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anyone on the planet say it that way. I Bingles. agree with you. Uh, well, well this country. Richards was the worst. Oh, this guy wrote me from Cincinnati, Robin. Will the country please stop telling us how to pronounce our own team? Bangles is how Cincy pronounces it. Deal Bangles. with it. Bingles. You're wrong. You named Bangles. your team after a tiger, a kind of tiger. Bingles. A oh, Bengal tiger. <laughs> JD, JD, I'm reading you. The fans wrote it's Bengals, Bengals, not Bangles. They're named after the Bengal tiger. How do you not know that? They literally have the stripe right there on their helmet. No, he knows they're named after a tiger. It's just the the pronunciation is. It is Robin is technically correct. It is Bengals. 
Bengals. Bengals. Bengal Tiger. Bengal Tiger. Richard, there you say it, it right, Jimmy. Say it. Well, go ahead, I've Richard. You go. It. You say Bingle, Bingle Tiger. Yeah, all right. Now, but, listen. Do you not... I mean, you're a musician. Listen to what you're saying. You're saying Bingles. Yeah. Bingle Tiger. Like a you're sticking e with, with that. The E with the stripe over it at the top now, of Listen it. to me. You're saying Party. Bing. Like Bing Crosby. Bingles. <laughs> yeah. Like Ween is, is you know, Ween. Bing. Bingle yeah, but listen Bingle to me. Tiger. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me for one minute. Yeah. You're saying something stupid. Uh, but but un you're you're unwilling to learn. Do you know what I mean? Like like it's I can weird. say bangles. I say though the bangles. No, but, that's no, but you're wrong. saying bingles. you're saying bingles. Bingles, bingles. But I'm uh, bengals sounds weird to me. I wouldn't say bengals. But you realize bangles. you're wrong. Bingles is even though it sounds weird to you is wrong. What you're saying. It's wrong to you. It sounds right to me. All right. Bingles. What are those chip, those potato chip things that are in a can? What are those called? Pringles. Right. Pringles. Okay. Delicious. All right. Uh, the clock in England is called Big Ben. Not Ben. Bengals. Bengals. Not Big Bean. I know. Right. I'm, I get what you're saying, Howard, but I've always just said bingles and it just sounds right. Yeah, to but me. it's wrong. You, you, you're right. You say, what do you, what are those things that hang from your asshole when toilet paper gets clogged up into your hairs on your taint? <laughs> Dingleberries. Dingle. 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 I know. Dingle. I'm kidding. Dingle. Oh my God. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> I just, what is wrong with you? But okay, so I'll admit I'm wrong. But JD's wrong too. It's not bangles. Bingles. That's bangles. the that's the Meanwhile, band that sang Manic Mondays. Say bangles. How about JD saying Cincinnati? Did you hear him say that? Say say the full name of the team right now. Sissy Natty. Cincinnati Bengals. Sissy Natty Bengals. Shut up. Say bangles. That's how you say it. There you go. What kind of bet? Now, I heard JD's being a pussy and he's not doing any bets now. He's ruining the whole thing. I listen. I, oh, I, I listen. After last year, I said, I'm not doing any more bets. I don't know what, well, I, I, I knew this, I knew this would come again. Uh, and I bet with a lunatic over here who does, like, I don't do, <laughs> I wish, part of me wishes I want to be, uh, fun and be free like Richard and Sal and whoever else, but that's not you me. You do? Well, sure. I would love to be able. Well, to then do why that. not try it? You've never it's tried. Not, it. It's not. There's too much in my head, and it's not going to happen. You uh, might show your it's dick not to my me, nature. and you might show your dick to me and become a whole new person. <laughs> Be free not, and out no, there. And, no, I Well, let me ask that, you something. In other words, I know what you're saying. You wish you could be sometimes like Richard, who like takes off his clothes, and even though you know he doesn't have the biggest dick in the world, he doesn't care. It's like it's kind of <laughs> like it. he doesn't yeah, care. It's, it's like fuck it's, it. But it's yeah. not just that. It's just you know, just uh, to 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 be more fun or be more outgoing or whatever. It's but it's just not. It's not me. I'm not a stunt guy. I haven't. Uh, I'm not. You know. That's don't you that think. Now. And Don't you people. think what Richard says, there's some truth to it that if you just show Richard your dick, that maybe it will free you up in some way? Like, you don't <laughs> no. have to show the world, but if you no. show Richard, you know. No, I would, then I would live with the knowledge that Richard has seen. I would have that memory. Just, I would see, I would relive that instant. I would have PTSD from it, probably. Yeah, but we're uh -huh. friends. Come yeah, on. Yeah, well, man. I don't have to tell you.
Um, we'll see. Well, no, JD wrote. Anyways. JD wrote us yesterday. "Quote: I just wanted on record on February seventh, twenty twenty two. I said I'm done making bets. We know that. We know you're done <laughs> making bets." <laughs> but you got to uh, make it a little interesting. But that's why it's a bet. You could win and not have to do anything. If if you have faith in your team, you will not have to do any stunts. I'll be the one doing something stupid. I have well. faith in my team, but uh, there's always there's the part of me that's like, uh, God, uh, you don't have faith in your team because you think exactly. you're going to lose. No, I no. There's a t- there, of course there's a chance they'll lose. I mean, all three games have been separated by three points. The, the the Bengals have not blown a, blown them out by at any point. Bengals. Yeah, but you're into all this jinxing, don't you? Think you're jinxing your team right now, uh, not having faith, start, not doing a that. bet. Well, that well, is a jinx. I've, the fact that you any, won't bet if you, you won't bet no on your team. Yeah, what yeah. fan are you? I haven't done any bets. So uh, the the past ten games they've won. So uh, I could also be jinxing them in that sense if I made a bet all of a sudden that you know. Yeah, but you don't believe you're you're like I don't believe oh, in anything. <laughs> don't believe How about in this bet? How about this? Do a straight up bet. If you win, Richard blows you. <laughs> if uh, you lose, you blow Richard. How's that? Listen, okay. I yeah. said, uh, all right. Listen, I'm in. Richard, what do you said, think? You're in. I'm in. Yeah, of course he's <laughs> in. Oh my God. Chiefs are gonna win, so I'm in. <laughs> I, I, You're not I, worried about it. I not said worried. I would kiss Ronnie. <laughs> I'm not making, I'm not going to, I don't want a tongue kiss. I'm not going to tongue kiss him. Oh, I will kiss him. Then it's hey. no fun. Well, I'll tell you. You're not going to have a choice. Once <laughs> Ronnie grabs your head, he's stabbing that tongue right down your throat. Well, that's his problem. That's his issue. I, you know, what I want. What are you going to do? Bengals will play harder if you yeah. bet this bet. Yeah. Joe what are you going to do listening? if Ronnie just starts embracing you and jamming that tongue right down your throat? <laughs> I I don't know what I'll do. I don't want to think about it. You'll take it. I guess so. I guess. Oh, God. <laughs> Who's at the door? It's Mark Wahlberg again from uh, Mark oh. Wahlberg. Hey, how you doing? What the fuck is wrong with you guys? You're afraid to show your dicks? What are you, mice some men? I see 30 dicks a day in the locker room. <laughs> Well, J.D., Mark, Mark uh, Richard's willing to. J.D. Yeah. won't show his dick. Oh, then whip you. it out, for Christ's sake. I'm sick of this. You guys are acting like little pussies. Every day I take my dick out, no matter who's around. I'm like, let's fucking go. Check this thing out. Well, what, what, you're a big celebrity. When you go to the gym, I bet everyone's staring at your dick. Exactly. I got more on the line, Howard, but I don't give a fuck. I just whip right. that thing out. It's incredibly vascular. I work the thing out every day. Yeah, right. you got to have a big dick, Mark. I guarantee it. Check it out. Here we go. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Look at that thing. Yeah, look That's at that hog. <laughs> yeah, you're quite thing. the. Yeah, They're beautiful. Veiny. Can you do exercises? I mean, I know you you wake up at two in the morning and go to the gym and exercise. Can you like exercise your penis? Of course I can. How the what fuck do you, you do, do for that? Hide bonus. You lay on your stomach flat, right. And you just yeah. push, and all of a sudden you'll be pumping up and down on the ground. <laughs> so you do push-ups just with your dick? You like you don't use your arms? That's exactly right. I do wow. anterior cock muscle can, exercises from 2 to 2.40 a.m. He can spin around like a dreidel on his dick. For 40 minutes, for 40 minutes you do cock exercises? Non-stop. Wow. <laughs> like, is that, does that get a special day or, you know, 
They part, no, it's every like, morning, you know, Robin. Every it's every morning. fucking morning. Every day is oh. cock day. I thought they, uh, Mark, I thought they said, like, with working out, you're supposed to um, do body parts. Like, you're supposed to do arm day, and then you have yeah, right. butt And then rest day. body parts. Yeah, everybody always talks about resting your body parts. Guess what? Those people are fucking pussies. They need to rest. I don't have to rest, Mark. I don't have to rest. I'm fucking Mark Wahlberg. Right. I know. It's quite, you, got, you got quite the physique. What's your body fat? 0.1. Wow. That's almost impossible. I don't even speed think bag my human. balls. What do you mean your cockle speed bag your balls? Think about it. Take two fucking seconds. It gets down there and it just goes whap, 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 whap. Boom, boom, boom. And then we're done. And it's, it's when you, fantastic. When you fuck a chick, it must be awesome because you're, you're, you're a hard body. The chicks must go wild and you can really yeah, I barely pile have drive. To do, I, I barely have to do anything, Howard. My dick has a mind of its own. After I work it out, it just goes. I say, time to go, buddy boy, and it gets to fucking work. <laughs> it just flexes his dick. <laughs> I could jack a wow. car with my cock. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want to well, see that. Well, let me, let me tell you, let me tell you, when do you find time to pray? I know you're very religious. In between sets. It's very right. easy. I say, thank you, God, for this beautiful cock you gave me. Right. All right. I'm praying well, right hey. now. Hold on one second. Thank you, God, for this beautiful cock you gave me. There. That's it. That's all you got to do. God's always there. It's wow. like the 12 well, stations, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly, Robin. Thank you for piping in for a second. We needed some smartness on this thing. All right. Got some smartness. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Uh, who do you think is going to win the game? You're you're a pretty smart guy. Who's going to win? Is it going to be Cincinnati Bengals or the um, uh, Kansas City Chiefs? Jesus fucking Christ! It's the Bengals. It's B E N Gals. The Bengals. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't even matter. I I can't watch anymore because my man Tom Brady's out. Yeah, he's a Patriots fan. Right. Yeah, you love Tom Brady, huh? I love him so fucking much. Holy shit, I fucking love that man. You ever work out with him? You ever invite him into your gym? Of course I have. We play golf. We work out. We're basically best fucking friends. Wow. And don't anybody say differently. And and you guys smoke cigars and stuff? We smoke cigars. We just do guy stuff. Like what? Like you work out? Like he sits back, he watches my cock speed bag my balls. Right. You want to listen to my cock speed bag my balls right now? I can do it right, right. now. Listen right now. Right. Ready? Listen I to this. Here we go. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Sounds painful. That's wow. awesome. I'm not even done. Uh -huh. yeah. Your uh -huh. balls are hard. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, yeah, go. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I know your, uh, I know your brother pretty well. He does the show and, uh, yeah, I love married more than anything in the world. And Donnie, Donnie's a good guy and he got his beautiful wife, uh, Jenny McCarthy, you know. Love Jenny, love Donnie. God, right. fucking only TV show I watch is The Mass Singer for Jenny. Really? Huh. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Mass Singer. Right. Oh. Yeah. That's a good show, huh? It's a great show. It's fantastic. Because you don't have to look at anybody's shitty bodies. They're all covered up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, and how do you feel that your Patriots aren't getting to the Super Bowl anymore since Tom Brady left? I honestly don't even want to talk about it. The minute Tommy left and then Gronk went with him, I wanted to fucking blow my brains out. Wow. So you know what <laughs> so I did? So what did you I went you do? to the gym. I went right. to the gym and I worked it out, Howard. you got to start changing words, the way you're thinking. You channel all your negative energy into the gym. That's exactly right. 
That's exactly right. 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 And I'll tell you what, it's only painful if you're a what? That's right. Pussy. Do you have an eight pack? Yes. It's work. I'm working on a 10 though. No one's ever had one before, but guess what? I'm going to be the first because I'm Mark fucking Wahlberg. (laughs) He probably has an eight pack on his dick. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I don't know why you're laughing about that. Calm down. (laughs) Sorry, Mr. Wahlberg. Uh, all right. Hey, thanks, Mark. We, we appreciate, uh, you yelling at JD about being a pussy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Anytime. I love yelling at JD. <laughs> all right. Take care. All right. There's, there's everyone else. That's pretty speak? exciting. <laughs> oh, oh, he was still trying to say <laughs> you something. You shut him in the door. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Mark Wahlberg. Well, he could break down that door with his muscles. With his dick. dick. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Ralphie? And then I got to take a break. Hey now, hey quickly, hey now. uh, two, two things. I have a, a, uh, a, uh, thought about the bet, first of all. Uh, you, you glossed over, but you were saying something about pubes yesterday. I mean, I think that's the most disgusting thing if these guys gotta glue their pubes to their face. Right? Like, that's a good ever... bet. That's why I suggested no, it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not why not? Pubes. What's wrong with that, JD? You won't take Richard's on. pubes and uh, oh, show them on your face? And I, want, and I don't want my pubes on his face. <laughs> why not? not doing all that. Can, uh, you heard Mark Wahlberg says you're a pussy. I am a pussy. I don't know what to Do say. you have a bush, JD? Could you shave your pubes? I could get something, I'm sure. But uh, oh, God, that'd be so great. Come on. And I got a big. Just, I got just shave before the game, and yeah, they'll okay, all be they'll yeah. be ready to go. Yeah, I got a I got a big fucking bush. Howard, how about we wear your bush on our face then? Fine, and you know what? It's a little bit salt and pepper now. Let's go look good on you guys. I would be honored to wear your bush on my face, Howard. Very distinguished. All of my hairs are longer than my penis. I'm not bullshitting you. That's how long they are. Well, that's how short my penis is. I'm not kidding. I love that bet. We have to wear Howard's bush on our face. I'll fucking shave that thing down and put and glue those, that shit right to the loser's face. <laughs> <laughs> the only, the only one. JD, I, I, you got to agree to that. And you know, what? I might even, and, and, and I might even, I might even uh, shave my balls down and get a little of that taint hair on you boys. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yeah, uh, nasty Ooh. fucking taint hair that's been deuced on. You even have shaft hairs too, don't you? I do, I do, I do, I do. I remember you said you had trouble getting the, like, trimming those. Yeah, they, it runs up my shaft. Yeah. Because I think my penis is so small that I'm, I'm counting inches, but it's really not even shaft. It's like really base, a lot of the base. Well, why don't you shave it then? It'll look bigger. Come on. What's wrong no, with it looks like I, baby I, penis. It looks like baby penis. When there's hair around, at least I look like a man. <laughs> I mean, it can be separate things. If I lose or the Bengals lose, uh, I'll kiss Ronnie, and if Richard loses, Chiefs lose. He has but to you wear don't Howard's want tongue. We gotta have tongue in that. Well, yeah. I don't want to tell you. I'm it's not, gotta I be a can't... nice long kiss, at least. Yeah, oh, yeah, be in a few seconds. Open mouth, yeah, at least. Oh, and you gotta wear lipstick. You gotta wear lipstick. Yeah. You gotta wear lipstick and a wig. No, 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 Oh, no, no, no. All right, here's the bet. Here's the bet. Here's the bet. Finger him. 
Whoever loses, you put on a dress and a wig and lipstick and you kiss Ronnie. That's a good bet. If you believe in your team, you know you're going to win anyway, J.D. The, 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 <laughs> no, the Bengals. You'll be watching Richard kiss Ronnie. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be great. And then, you know, now you got something on the line. Like, Bengals. you're like, you're It'll like be Burrow. a really important game. I think the Bengals are going to win the whole thing unless you send J.D. to the game because last year he mushed them. Right. Uh, Ralph. Mush. <laughs> Hey, I'd All love right. to go to the game with J.D. Richard, we done on this bet? Are you in? Bingo. Yeah, of course he's in. He's in for anything you fucking bring up. <laughs> the only one I thought about is wiping Richard's ass. Like, I would wipe Richard's ass. I, I, yeah, but we don't want to do something I'd rather you see that. Do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather see you wipe Richard's ass. You mean you'd prefer to, uh, let's say Richard takes a shit, you're going to wipe his ass with oh, toilet I paper? That. I love that. Hey, hey wait oh, a second. J- J- J.D., you'd rather kiss Ronnie than wear a pube beard? Uh, I don't yeah. want to do either. I don't want to do any of it. Well, so <laughs> you're choosing the kiss. Wow. I love the idea. Well, J.D., do I have to wipe your ass if the Bengals win? Well, see, that's yes. the thing. I don't want, no, I don't want Richard wiping my ass. I'd rather have, like, I'd rather him give, I'd rather get money. <laughs> give me fucking money. Howard, can I say well, something? Yeah, go ahead. With all this, I would rather, I would rather from JD. You sent JD to the fucking Super Bowl last year. It's I know. pretty we disrespectful. It's pretty disrespectful that you wouldn't go along with a great bit that you know would be legendary for Chris, the show. Chris, let me handle this. I did would it you last mind? Year. I'm just saying. I did it last right. year. Thank By you. the way, I want you guys to know I've uh, spoken to uh, the head of HBO. They're ready to air this, just like the Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely. They say if you if you make That's out with Ronnie, uh, it is will be on HBO. Or if Richard wipes your asshole, they want no, they want it, exclusive rights. That is a fun <laughs> Howard. I think that could be funny audio too. Like whoever loses. The other person is in a bathroom shitting. They got to be in the room and then describe it and then wipe the other the person's ass. All right. The bet is on. He's not wiping my ass. That's not happening. What are you talking about? I've had money or fucking. You just said you would do it. How about this? Richard loves all this. No, that's the problem. No. Here's the bet. Sitting, smelling JD's shit. I'm not going to love that. I don't. I'm not. That's not happening. I'm not doing that for. I got a bet. I got a bet. If Richard loses, JD wipes his asshole. No, let's see. That's wrong. If Richard yes. wins, hmm. This is weird. How do you punish Richard? He likes everything. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. It's very hard to punish him. <laughs> That's why I'd rather do money. It is, yeah. Money? Forget money. Yeah. Well, I don't Money's have to tell no you. Don't be Everybody does that. Does, does Richard it's have fun for me, not for you. That's the problem. All right, here's the bet. Then this is it. Whoever loses puts on a dress and lipstick and a wig and makes out with Ronnie. That's it. Richard will like that. It's not no, a lot. No, 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 no one no, likes that. Be, no, it's going to be weird. I don't mm. like that. Yeah, it's going to be really weird. Mm. <laughs> Ronnie will like it. <laughs> Ronnie will be gentle. Ronnie Ronnie's will be gentle scared, with you. Ronnie's scared of my breath and my teeth, though. I yeah, think. you stink, man, but. <laughs> you got, yeah, you got to brush your teeth before. Shit, okay? I will. Right. Uh, you got you got to clean yourself up. I'll even, and by I'll the way, even have a dental exam. <laughs> and it wouldn't hurt if you guys wore some like f- like falsies. They used to call them in the day, some fake titties, <laughs> so that Ronnie can <laughs> Ronnie will feel like cute. he's with a woman. Yeah, wear something cute, maybe open toe yeah, sandals. Dude, like, 
Like when I did when I did that TV show and I had to get dressed up in the wig and the glasses and yeah. right yeah and the dress yeah. and high heels you got to do the I, whole thing man I right. did the whole thing once I did makeup and remember yeah, you yeah. we made Ralph into a tunnel bunny boy was he on fire <laughs> that was great right so here here's the fans to see J D or Richard make out with Ronnie would be the greatest single moment in the show history forget Springsteen this needs to be broadcast prime time on HBO or maybe the Super Bowl halftime show. There you go. All right. So uh, the bet is on. Whoever loses, right, JD? Right, Richard? Tongue. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't know about that. If they if they get moved and they do tongue, then that's up to them. I could see Richard slipping his tongue into Ronnie's mouth and Ronnie like it. What do you it's say? It's got to be for what is it? Fifteen seconds. It's not like yeah, a pet. yeah, yeah. You got yeah. you got to give Ronnie yeah. some time to work his magic. Yeah, man, come on. <laughs> if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. Give Ronnie time right. to get us hard. Do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to pressure you into anything, J.D. If you don't oh, want to yeah, make okay, the bet. Oh, yeah, sir. Yeah, all right. It's up to you. No, it's up to you. It's up to you. Up to you. Just get called a fucking asshole and whatever by everyone the, else. Now, Ron, the now Ronnie. are really upset because. Listen, he was the one who brought, he was the one who brought it up. Yeah, I, he I said know. kiss you. Well, this is what I, uh, this is for a dress. I'm trying and to do something in a wig and this and that. Well, what do you care? Well, you at least put a nobody dress could recognize care. you. You should think about that. I'll tell you what, if it makes you feel better, we'll do it officer in a gentleman style. Ronnie will wear a military outfit. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we could get him one of those. Not a big deal. You know what I mean? Then it'll be like a uh, Richard Gere kissing you. <laughs> And well, you're the one who suggested this. Woman. That's why I'm. Uh, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Really? So, no, you know. I, it wasn't my original suggestion. It was just the worst of, or the least of. Uh, you know where that came from, JD? The evils, the the least of all evils, or whatever you want to call JD, it. JD, you know who's, whose idea that I was? I don't know right? who is. It, it can you be, know who it was. It you know who people around here. It was Blit, Blit. for sure. <laughs> for sure, it was Blit. Well, uh, uh, obviously, Richard, you believe Kansas City's going to uh, win. You uh, back do. up your team, and uh, you probably can't stop. Uh, can't the, stop Mahomes. He's the man. He's a legend. He's hurt, though. I don't care. You saw him in the game Saturday. Oh, he'll he fuck went him. back he's out there. Play. He'll be fine. He'll be all juiced. Yep. They'll, they'll put something in him to numb him up. No, he's, <laughs> he's a competitor. <laughs> the, all he needs is the fact that he's a competitor, and he is going to put it, block it out of his mind, and he's going to be the man. Well, he's going to hear you this bet, and he's going to beat the bet. Yeah, he's going to do it for me. He's going. Hey, he well, said before. I'll tell you what, he, Richard, you're a real man. You believe here in I your want team. You a Super Bowl asshole. <laughs> What's uh, let me know, so? JD. Uh, you know, let me know if you're in on the bet because uh, the audience is clamoring on, for this. Bangles. <laughs> All right. Do it for your bingles. Whatever. Bingles. Fine. I'll kiss Ronnie. All right. Leave me alone. All right. <laughs> All right. You act like you're not going to love it. Come on. No, stop. I'm not. I don't love well, it. Well, I believe you're going to win the bet anyway, so you don't uh, have anything to worry about. Yeah, you're uh -huh. you're pretty good. You yeah, won right. the last one. That's the problem. The, the Bengals have won three in a row against the Chiefs. I'm waiting. It's this is the story of uh, uh of a Cincinnati fan's life, or at least how I think. Uh, you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop, and uh, you know all the hell to go. You know whatever. I love how this is such a big deal to him. I mean, I love football, but I couldn't get so invested. Me neither. I I don't right. understand this level of fandom. But uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. by the way, you know. 
What does Ronnie get out of the bed but a boyfriend? I mean, that's all he's got. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how he's so agreeable. I know one of us might have to marry Ronnie, too. I was going to say, maybe you'll be stalking Ronnie after this. Well, I sense that JD is not happy about this bed, so I'm not going to force him to do it. I only I'm thought happy. No, he's agreed. Well, it didn't, well I see. He's all bummed out. Uh, Congratulations. <laughs> He's not excited about it like Richard is. He, Richard loves Well, you're not going to get that from anybody. <laughs> uh, Richard loves anything <laughs> ridiculous. and well, he's, right. I'm excited because I know the Chiefs are going to win. That's why I, I can't wait to watch J.D. make out with Ronnie. Yeah. That's why I'm excited. I don't know, Richard. I think you might lose. We'll see. Hey, I just, I'm going to have confidence. I'm, I feel good about the Chiefs. Well, I feel bad for Ronnie making out with you, Richard. Jesus Christ. I'm worried yeah. about Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie's going to be rooting for the Chiefs because he wants to make out with J.D. Hey, Ronnie, what bet did you lose? <laughs> What's that? What bet did you lose? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. You know what? I don't know. It's up to you guys. Let me know later in the show what you well, want to do. Well, let's say it's the bet. If people back out after we'll, 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 the to fact. End this fucking conversation. Whatever. We'll, 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 do whatever. All right. It's all fine. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great impression. Howard, can I just say something real quick before I go? I I, yeah. I thought Lovitz was amazing yesterday. I, and you probably yeah. didn't expect it to go that long, right? I mean, he was like one story after another. He knows everybody in show business. That was fucking great, man. Lovitz was so great. He, um... You know, it's funny. One of the guys said, gee, everyone on the Internet is clamoring. Saturday Night Live should have Lovitz do his liar character and be, uh, you know, George Santos. Mm. I was like, that's a great idea. Let's do it. And then uh, Jimmy Fallon show did it as well. And I said, gee, you know, so John, I know John from a bunch of years ago. Ah, John will come on. John started sitting and talking, telling stories about Saturday Night Live and uh, living at Penny Marshall's house and. All that stuff, and I was like, man, this guy is such a good uh, interview. He's so much fun to listen to. So, yeah, I had a, I had a great time seeing John Lovitz. It was like a barrage. I mean, I can't even remember all the people. They were all great stories. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah you know, it's amazing. Like, uh, hearing about people's lives never gets old for me. There's always I a story hearing. in everyone. But 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 also, he was back in that era where, you know, like, like people really worked for it like that. Like, you know what I mean? They came up through the groundlings and stuff. Like, people just get famous now all of a sudden. And I love the John. Phil Hartman stories. That was amazing. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Phil Hartman really was probably... I, I don't want to say who's the greatest performer that ever was a member of Saturday Night Live's cast, because there's so many good ones. But my God, Phil Hartman, everything he did, he was so good. They put him in too many sketches. He, he couldn't keep up. Like they didn't, mm -hmm. they, it should have just been the Phil Hartman show. They should have done a spinoff. The guy was just sensational. He, he could do regular characters. He could do standout characters. He could do everything. He really was the greatest. A lot of fans wrote us, similar to Ralph. I'm loving this John Lovitz interview. Your uh, back and forth with fake George Santos to kick it off had me and my daughter cracking up. The man will never stop being funny. I love hearing the legendary John Lovitz on the show this morning and how generous was Lorraine Newman to help him in the early years. Amazing. John Lovitz on the Stern Show. Now that's the ticket. He could write a book with the amount of Hollywood stories he has. I especially love hearing about his days playing David Crosby on Saturday Night Live. I completely forgot, forgot about that. Another amazing interview. Howard. That that's what shows you how great a guy David Crosby was. That he wanted John to make fun of him. I mean, come on, that's awesome. 
yeah, when the he best that- was going to pick up that sobriety award yeah, and have yeah, John come up as the messed up <laughs> David Crosby. That yeah. was amazing. And it went over like a lead balloon. <laughs> I spent a good portion of yesterday thinking about David Crosby. I watched a bunch of interviews that Crosby did with Stills and Nash and solo interviews. I mean, um, hey, did you I don't know? Yeah. Did you say that Jackson Brown song, they they did that with him? Because I saw yep. them do it on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I thought they just jammed it together. But they actually recorded it together? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's like, they have a whole bunch of songs that Graham Nash and David Crosby did backup on that were big hit songs. It's crazy. That's a great um, Yeah. And then, wait, what's who's echoing? Ralph? I don't know. Uh, Howard, when I heard that clip of David Crosby talking about how he wants to live his remaining days on Earth, it gave me chills. He knew his purpose was to make music until the final day. We should all strive to live like David Crosby. You tried your hardest to get... Oh, Howard, you tried your hardest to get the band back together, and unfortunately, it never came to be. Yeah, I really thought I was going to do it. I'm such an asshole. I was sure that I would get Crosby, Stills, Nash, well, you and had a Young. great relationship with, you know, Graham. You thought you probably could do something. Yeah, Graham I thought would be easy. He wasn't. And no. I, Neil Young, I know, <laughs> would be almost an impossibility because even when they were all on good terms, Neil didn't want to perform with them all that much. Right. Um, I think, you know, Stephen certainly would have been down for it. Stephen just loves it. And... uh but I don't know. I never got. I don't know. I, but I had that's this cockamamie idea. Came back together. It was all through Graham. You know, he he spent a lot of years keeping them on the road. Listen to this. One fan wrote me. It was such a bummer to hear about David Crosby's death. Did you know? And which I didn't. Did you know that he also sang backup vocals on the Hootie and the Blowfish song "Hold My Hand"? Really? I did not. Yeah, I didn't know that. Here you go. Hold my hand. Evidently, David Crosby. That's crazy. And here's another one. Turns out David Crosby also sang backup vocals on the 1989 Phil Collins song, Another Day in Paradise. Crazy. Jeez, I didn't know that. I mean, if I had just done that, I would have been a legend. You know what I mean? It would have been enough. It would have been enough, you know, to have so much talent to be on all those songs, like Mexico with uh, James Taylor. Yeah, everybody wanted to sing with him. They kind of did a reunion on that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was like 12 years ago. It was like the two of them, right? And then that's when they did the Jackson Brown song. People should look that up on YouTube. It's really good. It was a great concert. Uh, Let's see. I got a lot of mail here on Ronnie's glasses and the wedding invite, all that controversy. Mm. (laughs) Those other ones were bad. 
Ronnie revealed that he returned his new glasses because they were warped and it warped his peripheral vision. The fans aren't buying Ronnie's explanation for returning the glasses. <laughs> well, they could, they could call the fucking eyeglass store and ask him. Did well, you, you know what it is, Ron. How did you get reimbursed? You've been wearing them for a few days already. I mean, no, they they, they, they did the exchange. They were very nice. They realized that uh, I couldn't see good, and they realized that uh, that Look I had to this. change them. I'm calling bullshit on Ronnie saying he's struggling Boy, with his uh, peripheral vision. Try turning your head, old man. This one said, <laughs> Ronnie is full of shit. His excuses have nothing to do with a curve. It's called cataracts. Um, <laughs> cataracts. <laughs> as you know, also, Ronnie is not inviting Mike Perlman to the wedding. Ronnie did not appreciate Mike coming on the air and talking about his glasses and shit. He's at it. And also, he feels Mike Perlman fucked with his bagel back in new york in the old days um anyway uh i did pitch mike perlman dressing up as a bagel and crashing ronnie's <laughs> wedding and the fans love this idea they say uh, mike perlman sneaking into ronnie's wedding as a long island bagel might be the funniest idea i've ever heard in my life please do it mike even if you get thrown out it'll be totally worth it wow so the fans feel you, you, they got to you, that everyone was making fun of your glasses and you succumbed. How about the ripped uh, jeans? Did you get rid of those, Ronnie? No. You should. Those were bad. Dude, I don't wear those outside the house. You should wear just, those anywhere. Oh, please. <laughs> Go fuck yourself also. You no, know what? On, I, I, can wear, I can wear what I want in my own fucking house. If I, I want to walk around can, my cock out, I'll do that people, too. Oh. People saw it. And there were pictures I of don't, it. Well, people shouldn't have saw it because, they, they, you, you know, you have people come to your house. They don't have to fucking videotape everything you do. Ronnie, those were they're supposed to be they were they're giant fucking guests real, in my fucking thing. house. The entire it was like a it was like twelve inches of no jeans on your knees. So it was just gone. <laughs> is um uh, is Ralph me, invited to your wedding, Ronnie? Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I already said that. I already said. Oh, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. He's, yeah. he's just as opinionated about you as uh, as, as a he like Yeah, but he do, he does it in a different. He, he, yeah, but he does it in a different way. See, fucking Perlman does it like he's some kind of fucking fashion expert that I he should know. You know how to tell people a dress and glasses to wear. Who the fuck is he? Yeah, right. he's just being mean. He's I'm a, being He's helpful. a punk from Long Island. Exactly. Well, listen, I mean... Why I, did that get I, under your skin so bad? I mean, you love Mike It's just Perlman. the way he fucking does it, the tone of his voice, everything. Yeah. It's so There's fucking annoying. Who like, who, who the fuck is he? I mean, really. <laughs> I love it. Well, let's face it. You kind of have like a man crush on Mike Perlman. He's yeah, muscular. No, he's good looking. Even when we hypnotized you to be a woman, you wanted to fuck Mike Perlman and you were going to give him like the most incredible pussy. And yeah, all okay. Shit. So what? What does that have to do with fucking, you know, ripping my asshole apart? Well, you know, what I'm saying is what I wear in my own fucking house. Oh, I know what you mean. You think he's I don't, hurt. No, I think. No, what I no, think not is. Hurt. I think you admire Mike, and Mike knows that. No, Mike I don't does. admire Mike. I don't admire. I don't give a fuck about Mike. Uh, let me listen. You know he looks good and he dresses well. Let's yeah, look so at his what? shirt. He's got a good shirt on today. Yeah, and all good that. for him. He's got a fucking sweater on. Big deal. I well, have you a know what I mean. too. So the guy says nothing different than Ralph. So he says, "Hey, Ronnie, those glasses aren't working for you. You get fucking crazy." For well, him that's not his fucking problem. If I like him, that's all that matters. 
I'm just saying that the guy wasn't being he's he's being a bro. He's saying, listen, no, he's Ronnie, being a douchebag. You know. He's, saying, he's trying to score brownie points with you. No, so he, you no, know, no, he gets no, on no, no. and fucking rips I don't think he's like that. Yeah, no, definitely. Like yeah. He's a I nice think guy. Ronnie like holds Mike in a different category. And that right. category doesn't get to Guys. criticize him. And well, I that's think what Mike, Mike did when he crossed the line. Mike's no, he kinda... cro- he's been crossing the line forever with the turtleneck shirts and this and that. You know, who who the fuck is he? That's what Here's I mean. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. Ronnie admires. First of all, Ronnie admires that Mike actually got shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. survived. Oh. See, I you wish got I got my... shot too. Yeah. No, you just kind of admire the <laughs> fact what, what that kind of, he. What kind of fucking theory is that, dude? I I know this about you. You don't I, know anything. I know you very know well. This about sadly. me. Put on my place. Yeah. And and um, and I just remember when we hypnotized here. Here what, we you hypnotized left, JD. We finally got off you. <laughs> fucking dick. I'll leave. <laughs> we hypnotized Ronnie, and here he is talking about Mike Perlman when he when Ronnie was hypnotized into being yeah, a big okay, deal, Angelina. Okay, Angelina, who's the guy on the staff you really want to fucking tell me what you do to him? Well, he kind of, he's kind of like a behind-the-scenes guy, so I don't, I don't know if anybody would know who he was. That's the problem. Mm, who is it? <laughs> it's just us. Oh. <laughs> he's fucking smoking hot. Who is smoking hot? <laughs> who is it? Mike Perlman. Mike Perlman? Mike Perlman? <laughs> what would you do to Mike Perlman? <laughs> He's, he's rugged, fuck. right? He's rugged. Yeah. He's got shot. He got shot. Right. <laughs> shot. He's, he's bad. Yeah. Yeah. He's a bad boy, you know? Right. He'd fuck his brains out. Oh! <laughs> that would be like, see, you would be like, I say clear your calendar for the day. He would be a weekend deal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's what I mean. You hold him in high regard, and I think it hurts... When he said something. But I'll tell you what. I admired Mike being a friend. Yeah, but no, listen. Nobody knew who the fuck good. he was. Now they know who he is. Because of criticizing you? Yeah. But who yeah, cares? Look, he's here. look in the fucking screen, dude. He's right there. He wasn't what there about before. Him? Before right. that, he was never there. Nobody knew who he was. So what are you saying? Well, you I don't even understand. You wanted to, to make out with him. and, and, and Yeah, and, well. That, I was hypnotized for okay. a weekend. Yeah, he was hypnotized. He didn't know what he, he was, was doing. He was Angelina then. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, that was I, I Ronnie. Think Ron, I yeah. think you're on to something, Howard. I think Ronnie is a little hurt because he yeah, hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So wait, 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 wait. Let me let me back shit. up here, Ron. Are you taking credit for Mike Perlman's stardom for now that he's famous? Yeah. You are. <laughs> okay, and that's fair. I I agree with that. You see, and here's what I think. I think if you reframed it, Perlman's your guy. He tells you you look less attractive in those glasses. You got a little defensive, but if you really think about it, well, how nice. Like, nobody ever tells you when you don't look right. Perlman goes, hey, Ron, you could look so much better without those glasses. But I don't and give a fuck what he says. It's what I like. I don't care why what you're he mad likes. At it. I understand that, but I why are you mad at him? Them. I picked the glasses. I Obviously, that means I liked them. Well, yeah. if you don't care what so he why, says, why are you so angry? Because shut your fucking mouth. I don't tell him what to wear or how he looks. But you know what? Yeah, I, I hate to disagree, Howard, but he said it on the air, didn't he? 
Yeah, so what? That's Danny. If he was a real friend, he would have called Ronnie and said, "Hey, Ronnie, listen." No, uh, I've said it stop. to him also in the, in, you know, when I see him in the hallway, I'd say it to him. I'd say, "Dude, what do you, you know, the, you know, the, 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 no, these the glasses, something didn't match." Yeah, you did it in front of a fucking camera in the hallway. There was no cameras in the hallway. Yeah. And another thing, too, Roddy, I was on the, I, I've been, Howard had me on the air with him before, and he kind of, uh, uh, shtick with you was going on. The first time he had me, uh, he, to tell the story about getting shot, he had me on. You had right. nothing to do with it. Well, actually, the, you, then you came in after that. You were actually the one that instigated something after that, because remember, you came on after that, and you said that I wasn't telling the story well. Do you okay. remember that? Yeah, so. What does that have to do with it? So you're the one that instigates shit, too, bro. Yeah. Okay, bro. <laughs> Listen, I, I want to see you two make up. I want to see I do. Too. I love Ronnie. You two kiss. Yeah, yeah I want to see him make yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, JD's right. You guys make up. Go fuck yourself. Mike, you want to be part of the Super Bowl bit? <laughs> <laughs> Take my spot. <laughs> I, that's another thing. I'm sitting here listening to that. I can't believe Ronnie's about to kiss one of you guys. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> not like, how are we not fucking like, like amazed by that? That's like passing everybody's head. Because Ronnie's oh, a I team am. player. He Something is. everyone could learn. He I is. mean, Ronnie yeah. knows what he needs to do to make the show good. Don't Ronnie knows what. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. Listen, Ronnie. Can't bust Ronnie balls when is. you got a guy like Ronnie who's ready to jump in and really take over. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Shut he, up. He's carrying <laughs> the ball down the field. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hey, right. hey, Mike. You don't want Ronnie thinking too hard about it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, shut up. Yeah. Well, now I got to think about shut it. Shut up. Yeah, right. yeah. Ronnie's on the homes. He knows what he needs to do to be gay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You don't need no glasses. Oh, anyway, man. I don't think what I'm just saying, Ronnie, and I'll drop it after this. I think Mike is not a bad guy. I think the guy goes, hey, Ronnie, what's with the new glasses? They don't look good. Get rid of them. Hey, you know. But Ronnie doesn't want him sitting That's around. That's not how it went down, see, dude. It was like I ripping my I tell Ronnie how to dress. I tell Ronnie what to wear, and he yeah, does fuck it. him. Who the fuck is he? Well, he's a good looking guy. He gets tons yeah, of shit. good chicks. for him. Good for him. I'm Have you seen his girlfriend? You know his girlfriend's hot. Yeah, okay, big deal. Well, you would. Ronnie's that. girlfriend's hot too. Yeah, so I know. explain that. <laughs> I can't explain that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, listen. It's Mike. I tried because I don't think you and Ronnie are, should be enemies. I think no. that. And I don't think it's so bad that you said the glasses don't work for him. I don't think it's so bad. Listen, it, it, what he's wearing now looks fine. I, I'm, I'm excited to see the new glasses that he got that, he, that are getting worked on. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck what you say about the new glasses, the old glasses. Ronnie, the only reason be... I returned them, nobody has to fucking believe it. You could call the eyeglass store. I don't store. care. Just as I'll long give as you the gone. fucking number. Whatever. You can talk to the girl. Uh, What's the, the difference? Is. What's the reason? Right. It's whatever good he got rid of him, right, Mike? It's good he listened to that's you. That's it. That's it. That's it. Right. That's, he, no, I did listen to out. him. <laughs> it worked out. It worked out. I don't mean any offense, right. but, Mike, it's good that he listened to you and got rid I of the glasses. listen right. to him. He can say, if he didn't listen to me, yeah. whatever it is. Just as long as he's not wearing some ridiculous glasses, that's all I Yeah, here we go. Yeah, you see? Ronnie, when are you going to debut your new look with the new glasses? As soon as I get them. I haven't gotten them yet. Can you give us an ETA? They, I should have had them. Pro, I should have had them already. I guess, but the, you know, I don't know. 
All right. So, Mike, the, the, lab, Ronnie, the, the lab that they use takes a couple of weeks usually. Yeah, so. they take a while. Would you mind on the day you get the new glass, Mike comes in and, and he either gives the thumbs up or thumbs down? It would be interesting I, to hear dude, what he I thinks. don't care what the fuck he says. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't care. By the way, Ronnie is also getting a couple of new jackets, Mike. One oh. of them is leather. Oh, is he? All right. Would you uh, review those two? Sure, I'll take a look. All right. There you go. It's a Let's roll see. Of, it's a roll of the dice, Ronnie. You never know. He could pick out something that looks good, or he could pick out something uh. that's a little off the wall. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> where'd you get the leather jackets, Ron? Wait, where'd you get leather? What are you talking Two about? Two leather jackets? Ronnie's, where, I was handed a note that you got a, you got a couple of new jackets. From? One of them leather. I yeah, don't know. Stephanie bought Stephanie bought me a leather jacket for Christmas. Yeah, Blit told us that you got some yeah, new Blit, jackets. Yeah, Blit, of course, Blit. Yeah, Blit told. Blit's po- yeah, I know. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, so the one you acting like you don't know what jacket. I'm talking about. You've got, I got the two leather, leather jackets. I got one that was lost gonna... in. I got one that was lost in the move with all the shit that got lost. Right. And the guy Jeff Hamilton, who made the jacket for me to begin with, right. when he heard what happened, he's a big fan. He sent me a new jacket. He made. So a new when one. are you going to wear those? Will you wear those with your new glasses? I've worn them already. I've worn them. Well, right. not on this show. We haven't no, seen them. Yeah, I'm gonna. What do I have to wear a fucking jacket on the I show? So Mike, a fashion show, a fashion show, and then Mike and Mike. Maybe you'll like what Ronnie's wearing. That would be awesome. It's a then you guys can make up. Yeah. Right. yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, Mike doesn't make a good point, though. When, when Ronnie goes wrong, he goes horribly wrong. <laughs> it, it's true. Yeah. 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 Well, um, listen. I didn't make the jacket, so you could you can you know Jeff Hamilton blame, made the jacket. Whoever made the jacket, you can blame them. Yeah, I know Je- Jeff Hamilton was yeah. the guy who designed all the Andrew Dice Clay leather jackets. Yeah, Jeff Hamilton yeah. is legendary. He already he made right. you a jacket going Absolutely. back. Yeah. he made me several jackets. Yeah, and just because it's a great jacket doesn't mean it looks great on you though, Ron. Well, so too bad. If it doesn't look good, you can't play Jeff like Hamilton. It. I like it. I look like I an like ancient it. Fonzie. That's the thing too. It looks. That's the thing too. It looks. There's certain looks that that are cool, but they just don't look good on certain people. Like it just doesn't right. fit. Like it just it does. It's not your thing. Like that's where a lot of people Dude, make sense. Who the stuff. fuck are you? I'm not Ralph necessarily Ralph talking Ralph about you. Are you? I'm not necessarily talking about you. Ralph, See, is, Ralph does now. Name. Ralph, how do you let him talk like this? Really? Well, what right. do you mean? Well, he doesn't. Right. There but he doesn't know things. shit. I, he doesn't not, know shit. I do well, know shit. Everybody knows something about style. I mean, you don't have to, you know, come on. He's right. Listen, some people, it look good on somebody. It doesn't look good on somebody else. Listen, I buy, yeah. I go to the store. You, you try something on. You go, the, the guy who designed this, he ain't, the, uh, my, I don't look good in it. That's it. So I put yeah, it back. Well. That's it. That's why they have all those different choices, Ronnie, because. <laughs> and then, listen, and then I got people. this other jacket that also got lost in the fucking move and got Whatever, wherever it went to, uh-huh. um, it, it was this fucking motorcycle-like jacket, yeah, with big, oh, no, a big skull bad. on the fucking back. How's that, Mike? Huh? Uh-oh. Is that cool? Yeah, it's you know. Yeah, yeah, Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, say what yeah, you yeah, feel. A big yeah, skull yeah. on the back. I mean, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. understand. He's if a pirate. Guy, he's a, if you're he's a, guy. a pirate. Yeah, yeah, if you're a pirate. Skull on the back. You're yeah, a guy yeah. on a motorcycle. You're driving around. I can see maybe that fits. But like, if you're just a regular guy walking around. I don't know, Ronnie. Who the fuck skull. are you, cunt Lagerfeld? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a second, Mike. Let me, so, Mike, I think I know what you're saying. You're saying if a guy's in the gang, let's say motorcycle gang, he get it. But the other short of that, no, just it, walking it's around. Com- it's a company. Like, they make T-shirts. They make the jackets. They make a bunch of shit. 
And okay. what is this jacket? Richard, so you, gotta... you know the fucking dude. Affliction? No, uh, yeah. sick boy, sick boy sick motorcycles. Boy yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think well, Mike I know needs that, to see. You know, I got to look at uh, it. One of the best huh? looks is, you know, when you got the motorcycle jacket <laughs> on and the ripped jeans. Just yeah. yeah. jeans. There you go. No mo- but he's got no motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> I got, got a bicycle. <laughs> yeah. All right, look. I'm just saying we're looking forward to the new glasses. Right. Mike, you can make your comments. Maybe Ronnie will put on the leather jacket with the skull with Let's the glasses, see. and you can take a look. I'm looking forward Ronnie to fashion show. Ronnie can wear it when he kisses JD. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Ralph, thank you. Or Richard, thank right. you. Right. Yeah, right. love you, Ronnie. I thought you were taking a break an hour, an hour ago. I know. I want to take a break. Uh, Ronnie, thank you. Mike Perlman, thank you. Ronnie Puppet, thank you. Thank you, too. And uh, yeah. JD, thank you. And Richard Christie, thank you. There you thank go. You, all, all the guys. All, yeah, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy around here. <sighs> Finally, in the fan mail, Stephen A. Smith. People are commenting on him. Kudos. We love the Stephen A. Smith interview. I was driving my son to school, and we were cheering Stephen on for confronting his father. It was emotional and beautiful. I don't know how you can uh, possibly top that conversation. Well, who knows? Uh, tomorrow, Pamela Anderson will be here. That's who, right. Uh, the return Pam- of Pamela I Anderson. Pa- I love Pamela Anderson. She's written a book. I just saw her uh, documentary on Netflix. So a lot to talk about there. I got a lot of thoughts. Even though we've thoughts. known her for a long time, you learned a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I did. I have questions about her life and about her choices. And, you know, I, I would like to talk to her about it. Not in a judgmental way, but just to, I'm interested in uh-huh. how she's really doing. Um, Listen, there was no bigger sex symbol, certainly in the, I'm going to say, 80s and 90s than Pamela Anderson. Numero uno. That's right. Could have had any man, could have had any career. And um, there's a lot to talk about. I'll leave it at that. Uh, by the way, the very opinionated um, Michael Rappaport liked hearing the Stephen A. Smith. I love hearing Did Stephen he? on the Stern Show. Yes, He's sort of in the business, right? He talks sports and fantasy yes. football and all that stuff. He wrote, hearing Stephen curse is tripping me out. I guess uh, he wasn't used to that. And uh, some nice kudos, too, from uh, Sports Illustrated column writer Jimmy Train. Who oh, tweeted yeah? Out a big yes. He particularly loved the story about how Kobe Bryant would deal with criticism from Stephen A. Smith. Oddly enough, uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo yelled at Stephen A. Smith. He had him Why? on his show. He said that uh, Stephen A. Smith was getting soft. He said that um, going on my show and promoting his book, he said he was taking time away from his job and his appearance on the Mad Dog uh, Stephen A. Smith show, and he chastised him for it. Oh. It's crazy. What is wrong with Mad Dog? (laughs) (laughs) I guess he is really a Mad Dog. (laughs) Yeah, he did not like that Stephen A. Smith was on our show when he should have been on his show. Your meal ticket is here in that shit. Okay. Your meal ticket is not on these radio shows. It's not on these TV shows. How dare you 
miss openings of shows to do radio or TV interviews. I didn't miss. I didn't miss. You open. left at ten thirty. What are you kidding? We didn't have a talk at ten at ten, and you're running back from Howard Stern out of the office yet? I'm never ready. You've made a fortune. We get it. The book's not bad. We can we can move on. Can we move on from this stupid book? I've had enough of straight shooter. I've had enough. Get your rear end in that chair. I want you every day at nine o'clock in the morning. Not getting you at five after ten. Not leaving if the Cowboys win and you leave at ten thirty to do what? Yeah, wow. He wow. had enough of that book. Yeah, he didn't want to hear it. I've had enough of Straight Shooter. It's a, what did he say? It's an okay <laughs> book. <laughs> Thank yes. you, Mad Dog. There you go. Well, okay. There you go. There's the fans. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other people talking about John Blit. They want to date him. Prince Harry audio. Wow. Book. John Blit getting a lot of action off of yeah. hearing Sex on symbols. this show, huh? Uh, oh, uh, if you remember a couple, uh, I don't know, two weeks ago, I played a new Prince Harry audiobook, uh, bit that the yes. guys put together. Yeah. The fans loved it. Howard, um, what your guys do is art. The months of hard work to make Prince Harry say a lot of people think my wife keeps my balls in her purse does not go unnoticed. Brilliant editing job. People love Prince Harry audiobook. Finally, Prince Harry says something of interest. Only you can make the most boring person on earth say something funny. <laughs> uh howard uh the real clips from uh the audiobook were just as crazy as the ones you played when i first heard this on the internet i thought it was fake did you hear the clip about prince harry getting frostbite on his penis while he was deployed yes i did yeah yeah uh, while going through the audio my producer said prince harry mentioned his penis at least 15 times uh believe it or not Here's a montage. And it was an effort not to overshare and tell him also about my equally tender penis. Between these thoughts of mummy and death and my frostnip penis, I was in danger of becoming as anxious as the groom. My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatized. I don't know why I should have been reluctant to discuss my penis. With I mean, that's all real. The guy's right. There's stuff yeah, in the actual like, audio book. What the heck? Yeah. Oh, by the way, I do want to play this for you. It turns out the real Prince Harry is not too happy about us screwing with his audiobook. And really? He left me. That's right. He left me a voicemail, and I'm going to play it for you here exclusively. Hello, Howard. This is Prince Harry audiobook. I heard that bullshit that you played last week, and I just wanted to say fuck you and fuck your fan feedback. You can eat my royal shit, Todger knows. Wow. wow. There what you go. What did he call you? Something knows. Uh, I that. You, me neither, honestly. <laughs> oh, Todger knows. What's a Todger? I Maybe a know. codger? Oh, Todger means penis. Okay, thank you. Huh. Try editing in some references. People know what it means. Yeah, like yeah. English, English. Not British English. <laughs> As the head of the show, I can tell you, you get many more laughs when people know what you're talking about. Todger knows. <laughs> well, I thought David Crosby had the best attitude. It's part of the deal. Yeah, he, that's a good attitude, but I don't have that attitude. I never had a good attitude. <laughs> you're not going to try to adopt that attitude. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't bother, and I'll tell you why. It never works. Why? Oh, right? say, well, uh, yeah, never works for me. I can't adopt anyone's attitude except my own. <laughs> and I have a shitty you sound attitude. Like JD, I wish I, I could do that, but I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. 
Bengals. I mean, I, over vacation, I was thinking um, Ivan Reitman's not here anymore. And uh, I had a weird vacation. I obsess on things. And it's, it's a weird kind of mind that I have. Uh, you know, I become very, very down that Ivan Reitman. Like I'll, and then all of a sudden, my mind will shift. And I'm, I'm obsessed with the fact that the Beatles named their album Rubber Soul. And I thought about this for almost two to three days of my vacation. Sat in my room and I went, well, how could they, when you have to, when you, first of all, Rubber Soul is one of the greatest albums ever written. Can't argue with that. Every song is good. And it was innovative. It was new. And then they sat down to name the thing and they named it Rubber Soul. And, I, and do you not, know why or what that was in reference to? Well, you know, you could say, is it a shoe? You know how shoes have rubber soles? Is it like yeah. soul music? But it's rubber soul. Well, what the fuck? This is what I mean. <laughs> if you get me started on this stuff, I go crazy. And I'm like, like why would the Beatles? The, you can't question the Beatles. They're geniuses. But for God's sakes, why rubber soul? Abbey Road, I understood. They wanted to name the album Mount Everest, but they didn't want to go do a photo shoot. So they walked right outside and there was Abbey Road. Okay, I get it. It basically came out of like, hey, we don't want to go to Mount Everest. And Convenient. Shoot Convenient. And it has no meaning. It doesn't relate. Is there a song on the album called Abbey Road? No, 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 right. no. It has nothing to do with it. Rubber Soul, the same thing. I mean, no song Rubber Soul. Right. Or maybe, and then I thought, well, maybe rub her soul. Like, like in other words, a woman, if I rub, if I rub her soul, that would be some, you know, I don't yeah. know. John, you know anything? Yeah. You know anything? Hit him with the high. I do. I know what a do couple you know? things. Well, rubber yeah. soul, the reason it's called rubber soul is because McCartney heard Mick Jagger talking about the Beatles and he heard them doing like a take of I'm Down. And he said, well, they're good, but it's Plastic Soul. Mm. And so they took that and called it Rubber Soul instead of Plastic Soul based on what Mick Jagger said. But why not call it Plastic Soul? Because Rubber Soul was a pun. Lennon's said Rubber Soul was a pun. Like there's no great mysterious meaning behind it. They just were working out a title and that's what that ended up. How is it a pun? I don't understand a pun. What is a pun? Either. Yeah, I don't either. That's stupid. what Lennon says. Here. I love John Lennon, but I don't know what he's talking about. Rubber soul. But anyway, then I and then and then I kept thinking over vacation. I, I started thinking about the Rolling Stones and why is Mick Jagger knighted, but Keith isn't. I know Keith says it's stupid that Mick Jagger is a Sir Mick Jagger. Like he doesn't like the fact that. Uh, you know that Mick the buys title into that thing and all. That. Yeah, yeah. But but still, Keith Richard, like maybe they offered it to him and he turned it down. But I have a feeling, like Keith Richards, uh, Keith Richards should be as honored in England as Mick Jagger. I mean, Keith Richards wrote those songs. It wasn't just Mick. I don't know. It drives me crazy. Maybe it's and then, his reputation. You know, like they don't want to see be seen honoring a flagrant substance abuser. Oh, come on. Uh, what, 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 what. How dare you? It's supposed to be somebody who, you know, 
Who cares? Magnifies the greatness of the country, not, you know. I'll tell you, that country, that country, most people are on substance, whether it's legal or not. That's true, but they don't give them honors. (laughs) And the other thing that drove me crazy was that Mick Jagger isn't, he's so thin, he doesn't have a bit of belly fat, and it drives me nuts. And then I saw this video of him dancing, like dancing around, like practicing Uh dancing. I'm like, he's fucking 80 years old, and he's moving around great. I, I, I hate it. He's a braggart. I told you I was watching something. I forget what I was watching. And he took some outfit he wore in his 20s. Put it on. Yeah, and put it on it. and said, oh, this still fits. I'm envious of that. <laughs> yeah, there's some the, guys who can really keep that thin Duke thing going. I know, yeah. And others who can't. Yeah, like even now you look at Keith Richards on stage and he was as thin as Mick Jagger, but now... He has succumbed. He's got a bit of a belly or something yeah, going on under yeah. that shirt. But not... Uh, and Ron Wood's pretty thin, too. I don't know how those guys do it. And then the other obsession I had was that I still cannot believe that Dave Grohl was the drummer in Nirvana. Now he is like the songwriter, guitar player, and frontman in Foo Fighters. That is too mind-blowing to me. I'll tell you why. The odds of being the drummer in one of the biggest bands that ever ever was in music is unbelievable. If Dave Grohl had stopped there and that was the guy, you know, you'd say, "Wow, well done." But the fact that he left and it and like he doesn't even play drums really anymore, unless he just having fun. It just happens to you know right. need to do it. He did it on that first album. He did. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying even at our birthday show, he played drums. He's a great. Yeah. He's one of the best drummers. But now he writes and performs and is a lead singer. To pull that off in a lifetime, it's unbelievable. This is what I think about. This is what I am thinking about. Well, and I, I think I, he is. He's actually talked about that. And it was like he had never seen anybody like Kurt Cobain before. Like he had a trajectory. And then he saw this guy who was like doing something completely different than anybody else and he wanted to be a part of that and that was more important at that time than maybe him doing his own music you know who knows what would have happened in the future but that's he he decided to stop what he was doing and join that band yeah well he's amazing who else comes up with uh the what is it? The sky is a uh, the sky well, uh, the, uh, is a, a neighborhood. The sky is a, is a neighborhood, neighborhood. and yeah. then he got, and then the other thing he came up with like fingernails are fingernails are good. Like who sings <laughs> fingernails about fingernails are pretty? Yes, <laughs> fingernails are good. Fingernails are. I mean, my God, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Fingernails are, mm, fingernails are good. I'm like, and then that whole, you know, the sky is a neighborhood is fucking awesome. The sky is a neighborhood. It is. But who writes about that? <laughs> How do you? It's so good.
you wrote about a monkey wrench? I don't want to be your monkey wrench. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. So good. That's amazing to me. Do. The, uh, the Foo Fighters will be playing the uh, Boston Calling Music Festival this year. The drummer for the performance has not been revealed. That's interesting. Yeah, the, all I was thinking about was Taylor's not with us anymore. Well, I wish I played the drums. I would take that gig. Hey, isn't that Howard Stern on the drums with the Foo Fighters? Yeah, he took over for Taylor Hawkins. Wow. Pretty awesome. I didn't know. I didn't know uh, they were that tight with him. Yeah. <laughs> didn't know Howard was a musician. <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be so cool. <laughs> you know, I should have started like learning the drums like twenty years ago in preparation for, in case something happened to Taylor Hawkins. And then, like you know, and then I I would have called Dave Grohl and I would have said, Hey, Dave, you know. Give me an audition. See what I, you know. I think kids will dig seeing me up there playing for the Foo Fighters. You know, Stamos plays for the Beach Boys. But, I know. You know. I could only help ticket sales. The kids love me. Hey, is that is that Howard Stern with that skull jacket from Ronnie? <laughs> I probably. Uh, if I was the drummer, I'd do like what Tommy Lee does and uh, and what Dave Grohl does. You know, you know those guys. When they, or Taylor did it, he used to come off. Yeah. The, you know, I, I wouldn't wear it first. I'd have no. Right. Shirt. Or you know, just the first you start with the sleeveless thing. Yeah, and then I'd rip it off, <laughs> and then people could see my big tits when I take it off. <laughs> hey, I love the way his tits jiggle when he plays. Yeah. You know what's really cool? We went to the Foo Fighters show, and Howard Stern. Like his tits jiggle the entire show. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. His uh he wears pasty. Like the uh like the bass player in Mona skin. <laughs> there you go. Right. Wow. We uh We thought, uh, uh, I didn't control doing? the volume. I'm trying to find the fucking switch <laughs> so I can control the volume. Um, we thought a praying mantis was playing the drums for the Foo Fighters. <laughs> Howard Stern did a drum solo on his belly and his tits. Wow. All right, thank you. Tim, what's up? We're on the air in Georgia. Oh, beautiful Georgia. Beautiful wow. Georgia. Hey, good morning, Howard. Good morning, Robin. It'd be like, like if I was uh, the, the drummer for the Foo Fighters, it'd be like, hey, I didn't know Fran Lebowitz played for the Foo Fighters. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Hey, uh, Howard, just real quick, you're, you're talking about Dave. Uh, one of the reasons I think Dave has been able to do what he's done, going from being a drummer in one of the biggest bands ever to being a front man in another one of the biggest bands ever is, because Dave's like no other rock star. I mean, I don't need to tell you that, but the guy right. is just, he's on, a, he's on another level. He, yep. Well, so I'll give you a quick, quick story. I, I had a chance to, uh, to meet him one time 
Sorry, I'm a little nervous. Um, I was at a Black Crow show in D.C. a long time ago, 10 years ago, and uh, ran into Dave and his buddy. Dave, of course, is from Northern Virginia, so he was there and uh, offered to buy him and his buddy a shot of Jaeger, grabbed, grabbed drinks at the bar, you know, downstairs at the club, and did a shot, toasted him, said, great to meet you, man, and no other guy, I think, would do this. Dave's like, pull up a chair. So I was like, all right, cool. So I sat down. Started shooting the shit with him and his buddy. The crow show's going on upstairs. Next thing you know, Dave gets up, goes to the bar, gets another round of Jaeger shots, brings him over to the table. We do another shot, sit there for 45 minutes. We probably did six shots of Jaeger. <laughs> and uh, next, I said after a while, I was like, Dave, this has been amazing, man. But I, I don't know about you, but I want to go see the end of the show. He's like, all right, let's go. So we go upstairs, get some beers, stand on the rail, watch the end of the crow show. Give him a, a hug good night. It was awesome. Anglingy dude. I went outside. Threw up and passed out. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Dave digs that. And and yeah, and, and I'm sure Dave just went backstage and kept going. But anyway, it was it was incredible. And, uh, <laughs> nice. That's a good story. That's a good story. Yeah, I gotta good. say, it was good. And I, I've always wanted to tell Dave. He he literally just drank me under the table. It was uh, it was an incredible night. My buddy came and found me passed out in the alley next to the 9:30 club and put, put me in a cab and brought me home. And <laughs> the, the the end of the story is my buddy brings me into my house at like two in the morning. Like he's taking a soldier off the battlefield, like literally carrying me in the house. My wife, well, first of all, at, <laughs> that Jaeger will fuck you up. I mean, my God, that shit's like medicine. I mean, Jaeger, I mean, it is. Yeah, I don't know how guys know. drink it. I don't. Well, so I took a chance when, you know, I didn't ask Dave, of course, what he wanted. Right. So I just, I said, hey, man, can I buy you a shot? Yeah, figured. All right. We got there. it. Thanks, Tim. Drink that was something. a good anyway. story. All right. Enough of that story. Might yeah, Dave end. was probably throwing the Jaeger into a plant or something. <laughs> Watching <laughs> him get uh, fucked up. <laughs> well, that's another great band, the Black Crows. Man, Yeah. <laughs> when the Black Crows teamed up with Jimmy Page and uh, they were doing all those Zeppelin songs, Man, they were good. I I watch that shit all the time on uh, the internet. I watch all the uh, Black Crows performances with Jimmy Page. I wish, I wish they would have kept doing it. What happened was the whole thing fell apart. Uh, you know, got kind of crazy. Mm, I was watching but, Jimmy Page and Jeff Beck. You know, I watched a lot of those. Yeah. After Jeff Beck died, you know, it's like amazing. Chris Robinson Maybe is such stuff. a good frontman because, like, he mm -hmm. he would dance around doing all the, you know, he would do the Robert Plant songs, but he did them in his own voice. You know, he didn't yeah. try to be Robert Plant. No, he doesn't need to. He's got a great no. voice. That's good. Is my part right here. Oh, I didn't do. Uh, all right, I'll wait for it. Let's wait for it. <laughs> Might make my day. Then I'll do some uh, phony phone call action for you. 
Robertson also look cool, you know, fronting uh, those guys. And, and he can dance pretty good, dancing all around and shit. If I was the lead singer started dancing, people would leave. <laughs> Here it comes. Just do it. You want me to go right to that section? Yeah, fast forward, Fred. Oh, there it is. Yeah, back up a little so we can get in it. Chills, man. Oh, that was good. Oh, that was so satisfying. Can you do that again, Fred? I fucking love it. It makes me makes me cuckoo. I just came on my own face. <laughs> Enough, because I'll be I'll be into this all day. Oh, is that good? I'm telling you, the Black Crows with Jimmy Page that that shit should have kept going. But if you, it, I read that book by one of the ex Black Crows, and they said there was too much fucking craziness in the band between the brothers yeah. and all that shit, and it just couldn't fly. Jimmy Page had enough. He just like packed up his bags and split. Yeah, he doesn't need yeah, that. Um, no, no, but he <laughs> loved it. He loved those guys. He wants to perform. He doesn't mm. want to fight. No. Yeah. Um, Why can't we just make the music? William in Jersey. I'll take a couple of calls and then I should play you some, uh, uh, you know, some the stuff. phony there. phone call brackets. Because, you know, oh. there's been like a lock hold on the number one spot. I want to know if it continues. No, please. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> My wife and I did not um <clears throat> we did not uh we did not watch the fuck was it? We oh we haven't watched the new bachelor yet. I'm not too hopped up on the dude. The they bachelor's chose. back? Yeah, the first episode. We have it. They sent it to me in advance, and I haven't watched it yet, which is a weird thing. I'm Bachelor Nation. I know I'll watch it, but like we haven't rushed to watch it because the, the dude who was the Bachelor is kind of a doof. And like, Who's I, the new Bachelor? I don't even know. I got to believe these hot chicks really want to fuck this guy if I'm going to you know, buy into it. Right. And I just don't believe well, any chicks want to. that's why I couldn't watch the last couple of seasons because I wasn't into the Bachelor. Yeah, well... <laughs> This dude's kind of a doofy guy from what I remember, but I'll give it a shot. You know, I'll never turn my back on Bachelor Nation, but I love that show. And it, I'm sure it's going to be great, but but I've been so fucking hung up on this Penny Dreadful series. 
with Frankenstein, and now Frankenstein, Doctor Frankenstein's fucking is uh, is the monster. I mean, it's fucking right. wild. Yeah, he gets wild. Yeah, but uh, that, and I'm watching that eighty Bryant show. She used to be on Saturday Night Live. She's got a great show on Hulu. Man, I got to give her a shout out. Hey, and hey, I'm going to take some credit here. Remember I came on the air and I said I watched Mary McCormick, who played my wife in Private Parts. Her husband's a director. And um, he like he said, I want you to see my movie, that my movie, you know, no one's seeing it because it's not in any theaters. And it's a shame because it's really good. I'd really love for you to see it, Howard. So I was like, well, if nobody's seeing it, it's probably shitty. So I'm not going to watch it. But that, <laughs> but I got to watch it because it's Mary McCormick's husband. And I really like him. His name's Michael Morris. He's a really good guy. And um, talented guy. And I was like, I said to my wife, honey, we got to watch his movie because we know Mary and Michael. It's embarrassing already. So we begrudgingly said, let's spend two hours of our life watching this fucking movie. Well, we put it on and we were so into it. It was so fucking good that I get on the air the next day and I said, it's a real shame. This movie is called Two Leslie. It's fantastic. It's a shame. No one's going to see this thing. Netflix should like pick it up and. It should. It really is an Academy Award-winning performance. Well, anyway, Gary just told me they announced the Academy Awards out of nowhere. To Leslie, the woman who's the lead in it, she got nominated. That's right. So I'm going to take full credit for that. That's going to make that movie huge. Maybe it's they'll like, have to thank you if she wins. Yeah. Hey, whoever this actress is, and she's real good. She really should thank my ass. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of uh, being a kingmaker, but nobody knows it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Her name is uh, Andrea Riseborough or something. What yeah. is it? We didn't Andrea. I don't know. What is it? I forget her name. It never stays in my head. I'm a kingmaker, but people I forget. Don't I forget who the I crown. <laughs> That's right. So I never get any credit. But she really should thank me. If she wins, I mean, honestly, because I was the, I was, as far as I know, I'm the only champion You're the of that only movie. person who yeah. mentioned that. Yeah. I mean, come on. Don't even bother thanking Michael. Thank me. All he did was put you in the movie. I promoted you. <laughs> Let's see what she's up against. Kate Blanchett and Tar. I didn't see that. Anna DeArmas in Blonde. I didn't watch that, but she's really good. Michelle Williams and the Fablemans. I have Michelle Yeoh, everything, everywhere, all at once. She should be able to beat all those people. I don't know. You know that, what's her name? The the first one you mentioned who's in Tar. Um, they've been writing about her and Kate writing Blanchett. about her. Yeah. Oh, who cares about her? She's yesterday's uh, news. Apparently, everybody in Hollywood. That's who votes. Mm. Andrea Riseborough. J.D. thinks Kate Blanchett will win. I tell you what, whoever loses has to uh, make out with Ronnie. <laughs> you going to make out with Ronnie if you lose? Hell yeah. He's hot. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, we did. So we didn't watch The Bachelor last night. We watched Saturday Night Live because I'm, I'm hung up on that uh, girl who hosted. What the fuck is her name? What? Who hosted? Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, Aubrey. What kind of name is that? Well, Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. Plaza. That sounds like someplace I'm going to shop. I know, but it's a catchy <laughs> little. But uh, she's so hot to me. Like she wasn't supposed to be the hot chick in the um, in the show um, uh, White Lotus, but 
to me, she that's my kind of woman. I like everything about her, her body. I like her little sort of attitude, all snotty. Even on Saturday Night Live, she was all kind of full of herself. It's William. Uh, Hey, William, what do you want? Good morning. How come Nirvana never came on your show? Yeah, that is a a disappointment, isn't it? We should have had Nirvana on because we were working on K-Rock, and K-Rock was the alternative station and everything. I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that. Yeah, you never asked Dave Grohl about that. I think that might be a cool uh, conversation. All right. Next time I see Dave, I'll yeah, ask him. Yeah, but we didn't get Pearl Jam back then. No. We didn't get Nirvana. We didn't get Sound, um, Soundgarden. Soundgarden. We didn't get a lot of guys. Alice in Chains. I'll tell you who we did get. We got the Meat Puppets. Those guys were cool. <laughs> I love them. Hey, Howard, can I say one thing? Uh, the best Beatle albums, I broke it up into two albums. You have to break it up with their catalog. Beatlemania, Hard Day's Night, best album, and no, Revolver. no, 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 no. Revolver, you got you got something to talk about. Uh, Hard Day's Night was not their best album. I mean, well, Sergeant Pepper's. What are you talking it was about? Beatlemania at their height, and it was the first album that actually had good sound quality. You know, it's a great love, uh, Hard Day's Night. It, if I fell, they're all all great. I mean, dude, the White Album. Where do you compare the White? I mean. These are, first of all, it's an impossible thing to narrow it down to two. It is such masterful work. It's, uh, I narrowed it down to two. You can't do it. You, you, you can't got, do it. You got the, one wrong. The two though. worst Beatle albums, the two <laughs> worst Beatle albums, let it be in Abbey Road. Abbey Road wins because. Oh my God. Abbey Road. What do you, get the fuck off my phone. What am I talking to this guy? Where's he from? Will Georgia or something? Are you I wonder. Your mind? Abbey Road is fucking bad. Oh my God. What a fuck. You're banned from the show. Never call me again. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Abby wrote. It's like a, it's like a work of genius. Oh my God. Uh, anyway, yeah. So we watched Aubrey Plaza and I liked it too because she came out in a titty dress she um, had on a dress and you know she obviously this was a big dream of hers to host Saturday Night Live she used to be an NBC page so she wore a dress where like the bottoms of her titties you could see them which it's a cool look I like where women well, show that's the bottoms great for a monologue when she came out to do the monologue she titties. did yeah. <laughs> yeah when she was just being Aubrey Plaza she, she wore titties. a titty dress she wore, like it, it was weird like you could see the bottom of her titties and I liked it. Titties. I said to my wife, that's a pretty good look, isn't it? She was like, yeah, she looks cute. She looked, that's a good, we both like her. So we enjoyed that. I'd love to see you in this outfit. <laughs> with what you got, what you, with what you're packing. My God, Robin. Titties. No one would look better in this dress than you. All right. No question. No question. You would never do that though, right? You wouldn't be comfortable showing the bottoms of your titties in a dress. I don't know. It, maybe it you would depends be. on the dress. Maybe your next birthday or something. I'm going to buy you this dress. Sure. Wear it on the air. <laughs> Imagine. Get a box for me. Robin, I'd like to see you in this. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. Anyway, hey, what do you want to do? You want me to... Um, I could do two things here. I could either do the new phony phone call where I'm a drag queen 
or I could give you the best phony phone call of 2022. The brackets. I could, I could, I could tell you what the results were. It's up to you. You choose. Where, well, you cut out for me for a second. Were you offering the phony phone call? Phony phone, the new phony phone call, Little Howard, who's addicted to drag, when we call a religious show. Or the phony phone call bracket, where uh, we pick the best phony phone call of 2022, if you want the results. Either one. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the phony phone call. The new one? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. That's a good choice. Can't go wrong. It's all it's all superior entertainment. Yay! I mean. <laughs> you wouldn't be offering if it it wasn't great. Yeah, it, no. I, I, I listen. I, we don't put anything on. We don't officially endorse. <laughs> God say it. Well, hold on. Arnold Schwarzenegger, everyone. What can I do oh. for you? Howard, come on! You have to see the new season of The Bachelor. You're going to love it. <laughs> you watch The God. Bachelor. You of watch course. The Bachelor. I didn't fucking know Fucking tits everywhere. Yeah. I love it, too. I love it, too. But I didn't think a guy like you would be into that kind of thing, you know? It's so fucking hot. The guy makes out with everybody. <laughs> and I'm falling in love with the girls, too. The Mercedes girl and Korea and Anastasia. Oh, my God. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Who do you... Okay. Who do you pick to be... The winner. Who is going to win The Bachelor's Heart? Do you have an idea? That's hard because I fall in love with every girl that comes on. You know, one of the girls came on with a pig. And I was like, this is the girl. You got to get with her because she likes the animals. And then another comes in and she's a nurse. Like half of the girls are nurses. You know, they're very sexy, the nurses. But then it got me thinking, if all of these nurses are on the show, who's taking care of the sick people, you know? Right, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Well, Arnold, this is shocking to me. Thank you. I, I will watch it, though. Don't worry about it, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, if I have to place money, I think Caitlin will win. Yeah, yeah Caitlin. definitely Caitlin. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, there you go. There's, uh, yeah, you know, have you have to watch, to watch it. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I didn't know Arnold. The Bachelor, wow. I didn't know Arnold was a member of Bachelor Nation. That's fascinating. Neither. That's the first right. time you said anything. Wow. Let's go to but Michelle, he's right. and then we'll go. He falls in love with every girl. <laughs> Let's go to Michelle in California. Michelle, uh, and then we'll get to this. Hey now, and then we'll get to this new phony phone call. Hey now. 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 <laughs> hey now. Hey now. <laughs> we could do this for days. What? Um, I, I said we could do this for days. Um, I um. Michelle, are I you called? a um? Are you a little person? <laughs> you asked me that the last time I called, and I'm still the same full size I was then. How tall are you? Um, I'm five two ish. Yeah, you're, and you're yes. not a little. You're not <laughs> technically. Yeah, does that mean like four feet? <laughs> It's no, no. Uh, no. I'm, I'm a regular size petite gal. Well, I'll tell you what, you sound like a little person a little bit, you know, which is fine. I, I've been called worse. You know what you could do? Do you ever, you could play a cartoon mouse on a cartoon. I, I have dabbled in voiceover. Well, she, any small critter she could play. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I've, I've dabbled in voiceover a little bit. Nothing oh, anybody you? would have heard, though. Yeah, nothing oh. exciting, though. You should be did you Did you recently walk by some balloons and inhale helium? <laughs> yes, I, I do keep a helium tank with me at all times. Oh. Well, uh, what could I... What can I do for um, you? Oh. <laughs> You're going to speak well, her language. Yes. Um, one of the things I like to do on this show, Robin, is, you know, relate to the audience on their level. And that's why so I'm calling. Good. Um, how do you pronounce bangle? B-E-N-G-A-L. Bengal. Bengal. Yeah. What can I do for you, Michelle? Well, um, we spoke last year, and I told you um, that my brother, who... Uh, listens to the show, who I used to be very close with, um, doesn't yeah. talk to me because I date non-Jewish men. And your advice was right, which is just that I shouldn't give a shit and he's an asshole for not talking to me because it's ridiculous. But I thought... What, I what uh, refresh my memory, what religion yeah. are you? I'm Jewish. I grew up and on Long Island, not too far away from where you did. And your brother wants you to not date Jewish guys? No. He no, he doesn't want her dating non-Jews. Oh. Well, he's got so, a point. <laughs> <laughs> well, he uh, it's been a year, and he it did not uh, shame him into calling me, unfortunately. Um, although I thought hearing you call him an asshole might be. I, I um, think you should only date Jewish guys. <laughs> I, I agree, I agree with your brother. I do. I do. I'm sorry. As a little person, you should only date little Jewish guys. Oh, boy. That's, that's yeah. really narrowing the pool down. Yes. Only guys like four feet tall who are Jews. And you want to know something else? I think you should only date Jewish guys with high-pitched voices like who sound like a mouse. There's essentially nothing left at that point. You're, you're, uh, you're, well, what's you left? My you narrow the field to zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To the non- you know, you're a, you're a, you're a young Jewish girl and you need to make sure the tribe grows. Yeah, right. Uh huh. And you need to meet a man who says, <laughs> Baruch Atah Adonai. <laughs> It's so hot hearing a high-pitched Jew say brachas. You need to be with a tiny Jewish man and make tiny Jewish babies. You understand what I'm saying? What? I do. I do. I do make tiny Jewish babies. I I potentially could make tiny Jewish babies. You know that oh. our people are running out of people We're to control the yeah. space lasers. Do you know that? I'm I'm, I'm actually 43 and I was oh. married before. Um, to a Jew? To a Jewish man, yes. Excellent. Excellent. Um he was a, he wasn't the the greatest guy for me clearly because we're not together anymore small um, small peen. no he was he was just right um 
We yeah. we had a, a volatile relationship. It was up and down. You know, I, I value the good parts of our marriage, but it just it's better off that we're not together. But I've I've not had a, a any real. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu. You need to be with a Jewish guy. Your brother's right. But she's not going to be producing any Jewish babies. Doesn't matter. Forty. First of all, she is the perfect Jewish woman. We have a very tiny country called Israel, so we need tiny Jews to fit into the country. <laughs> so we have. The, the country's getting crowded with regular-sized people. I know a three-foot Jewish doctor who would be perfect for you. <laughs> he He's perfect. wonderful. He's an He's ophthalmologist. Wonderful. That's right. So oh. you don't have anything against Jewish guys. You just happen no, to I, well, be a little more open and can date anybody. I just don't. I'm not. I'm not Orthodox at all. I, I grew up in a modern Orthodox community, but I, I don't practice anymore. Um, but you know, how I, many Jews? How many Jews do you think are in the world today? How many? Well, in the whole I, world. I think we're. Point oh two percent of the world's population, which is a that's right. A, a we are o- there are only fifteen point two million Jews worldwide, and how lucky are you? You get to be one. Um, I'm blessed. I it's, I'm a chosen one. It's You've already missed an assignment. You were supposed <laughs> to be making more Jews, and you haven't done it. You know what's oh. so great? The whole world hates you. It's amazing. <laughs> it is true. That is a very true story, Howard. Yes, the, yes, the yes. Hate, Listen, hate I'm going to warn you. Yes. Be careful of Nazis and mouse traps. <laughs> 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 enough of this. Listen, uh, Michelle, uh, Michelle, we live in America. We're a melting pot. Your brother's being narrow-minded. You can date whoever you want. All right. The reason I the reason I was asking for your advice though is because you know I know you had a you, you lost your dad this year and I thought maybe you had some wisdom about family that you could sort of impart towards him and, and tell him how silly he's been wasting time not talking to me over nothing. You know, if I had a as um, as a man who lost his father this year, I have absolutely no advice on family. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough, and I'm sorry for your loss, regardless. But thank you. Um, no, your brother, it's a silly thing that your brother wouldn't talk to you over who you date. In other words, uh, it's uh, crazy. You know, there's someone I have in mind for you. And I, oh, this might be him. Hold on a second. Ah, exactly. This is a uh, another little Jewish person who I think would be good for you <laughs> and maybe get you and your brother back together. Uh, say a few words to the lovely Michelle. Go ahead. I'm a, I am a Jewish guy. <laughs> hey, well, you so, yeah, you sound Jewish? cute. I didn't know. Yeah, my there friends, you go. They all Jewish because they because this family is Jewish, so my family Jewish. Yeah, uh, isn't your name Beetle Beetle Jew? Could be, yeah. Yeah, could Beetle. Be. All right. <laughs> anyway, listen to me. It's sad that a brother doesn't speak to his sister over who she should date. Tell your brother to worry about who he's dating, and you'll worry about who you're dating. And uh, the, the life is very short. You know, That's with the nice. death of uh, David Crosby, 
I am mm-hmm. sure it was hard for the rest of Crosby, Stills, and Nash to sit there and, you know, to be at all. It, it's sad. You know, it's like you only wish that you could be together. Your brother is missing out. You're missing out. And it's a very sad thing. So I, there, there's my wisdom. I, Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> very cute. Very, very attractive girl, too. I happen to know that. Well, it's always interesting to me when when guys are telling women what they should do and who they should love. And mm-hmm. instead of wanting his sister to be happy, he he wants her to cram herself into a little niche and and figure out life from there. King of all blacks. What's up, bro? I haven't spoken to you in a long time. Speaking of guys who tell women what to do. Yeah, this guy's the <laughs> Taliban. Hey, listen. Hey, listen, you. Hey, listen, you can't, you, you, you have to admit it does work. <laughs> but oh, listen, Jesus um, Christ, whatever. <laughs> but, um, but I think her brother's right in the sense that she should, you know, try to do what makes her family happy. If it's marrying a Jewish guy, you know, that's what she should do to follow the tradition. You know what I'm saying? I mm. can't blame people. I, I can't tell you how much I disagree no. with that, but. You know, listen, uh, yeah, uh, I don't believe in religions father. dividing people. I don't believe in uh, race dividing people. You marry who you want to marry. Imagine if imagine if you you married a um, Hispanic woman. And uh, what if uh-huh. someone said to you, don't marry a Hispanic woman? You'd be you know, you'd be lovesick. You're in love with the woman. What are you what are you talking about? It, 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 it's ridiculous. Not in this day and age. It was never any any sense. It's but no. it's ridiculous to keep carrying it on. That's right. Well, wasn't it somebody in your family that was upset that uh, Beth wasn't Jewish? Nobody. No, nobody cared. Okay. Uh, and and I don't, as far as I know, I don't think anyone uh, in her family was uh, freaked out by me. Well, that's not true. They were all freaked out by me, but not because of my you, religion. By you, but not your yeah, religion. Yeah, by me, yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone was a little weirded out by me. Um, but as I, all right. As I, Thanks. I look, wait, I just want to ask you something. Oh, come on. Well, hurry up. Come on. Just ask it. Ask it. I got to okay. pee so fucking bad, and I'm just sitting here on the phone with you, dude. Well, go ahead. Let me, let me. Uh, I, I got, I, okay. Oh Goodbye. My Goodbye. Oh, my God. It's funny. I hadn't spoken to the king in a while, and I always kind of enjoy talking and, to him. And then he made it absolutely non-essential to ever speak to him again with that phone call. <laughs> oh, my God. This is crazy. I do have to pee, and I didn't want to rush through this call. Maybe I'll start it tomorrow. Okay. You know, I, I want to take some time with it. I, I want to hear and maybe there's, you know, something that we want to say about it and we don't want to rush through. I, that's why I didn't pick the the phony phone calls, because that usually takes a little more time yeah. and creates conversation. Right. And maybe I'm, people like a nice little phony phone call. Let me give them some let me give them some happiness. Um 
You know how conservatives, you know, they, they, for some reason, conservatives don't really love gay people. I don't understand it. I never you know, it's to interesting to me how people don't want people to feel good about themselves. You know, yeah, <laughs> like they, it's they weird. worry about these people because they might feel good about themselves. Uh, the latest target seems to be drag queens. I don't fully understand it, but um, it's specifically drag queen story hours. I guess some drag queen went to a school and read stories to kids, and oh. I don't know. It, it, it something happened. And then last week, some um, neo Nazis interrupted a drag queen story hour in Boston, yelling anti pedophile slogans. So everyone's all worked up about drag queens. So we saw this as an opportunity. Um. To maybe call into one of these conservative kind of shows. And see what they're thinking. Yeah. Well, a lot of this stems from, you know, religion. Like here's a, a pastor from Virginia talking about uh, drag queen story hours on his uh, Internet radio show. You know, everyone's all fucking going crazy. From drag it. queen story hour is back in the news. Child abuse is what I would call taking children to see one of these freaks go through a whole lot of sexual garbage trying to instill this mess in the minds of toddlers and kindergartners. I guess what happened was the drag queens were like, oh, kids have such weird feelings, but I'll go in and read a story to them. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know what happened. But uh, anyway, so with all this in mind, we called a conservative Internet radio show and said, is so involved. Our son had been indoctrinated into the drag lifestyle after attending one of these events. Ah, I see. The son is played by me. It's just we sped up m me talking about my cats, Mushu and Pebble. <laughs> and we also took, I sound the most drag queenish when I'm talking about The Bachelor. So we took a uh. couple of clips about me talking about my cats and me talking about The Bachelor. And it does turn out that I sound kind of effeminate when I discuss these topics. So it worked well. And here you go. One of my best roles. Calling up conservative uh, radio and playing a young drag queen or something. Here we go. The last few generations of men born in the United States have been turned into doormats for women. Let me see who this is. 337, what's up? Well, I've been better. I don't know if you can hear the music in the background here, but I'm at some goddamn drag queen event with my son. Hi, you guys. It's him in the background. How old is your son? He's 12. Bro. A few weeks ago, my brother, who's gay, brought him to one of these drag queen story hours, and okay. ever since then, he's been indoctrinated in the whole lifestyle. Now he's forcing me to take him to these drag shows. Uh, Listen to him in the background, flitting around, saying hello to all of his drag friends. Hi, Bella. Dude. Oh, hey, Mooshu. Listen, bro. What's going on, Moosh? He He's gay. He want to be gay. Hi, you guys. What's doing? Look, I don't know what's going on. That's why I called you. I want you to talk to him, please. Dude. How Dude, are no, you, Walter? I, I don't want to talk to your son. I, you need to talk well, to him. You got to do me the favor, please. It, it, I'm putting him on. His name is Howie. Your little, Dude. we call him Little Howie. Hi, bro. Do you know what you lead in your life, or do you want to get poked in your booty? Oh yeah! Oh my God! Yeah! Hey, hey, hey! Let me tell you something. It is fun to dress up. Oh. It is fun to be as the motherfuckers looking crazy like them goddamn. 
transsexuals. I love trans. Transgender, whatever motherfuckers be looking. Yeah, natural. Dudes putting on lipstick. You know, just like clowns. Fuck yeah. But it ain't a circus. This is a real lifestyle. Yeah. And when you choose it, you're choosing to kiss dudes. Cute. You know, get fucked in the booty. Yeah. You gotta be real. And now, introducing everybody's favorite queen, the glamorous yeah. Patty Pebbles. Oh. I gotta go, man. I don't want to be talking about this shit. Say hi to Pebbles. No, man. Fuck you. Hi, Pebbles. Fuck Pebbles. What? I don't give a fuck. Oh. Fuck you. Hey. Motherfucker, asshole. Hey, hey, hey. I, I know. Because I don't believe in your gay shit, huh? Everyone in the world has gay people in their family. They might not be out of the closet. Look, you motherfucker. If you want to be gay, you can be gay. Asshole. Hey, you believe in it. Don't be gay. Paint your goddamn face. But don't bring that shit to me. Oh. I'm hang up on your bitch ass. All right, ladies. Put your hands together. I'm telling you, it's Vanessa. Man, come on. For the voluptuous Vanessa Vixen. Oh, it's hey. Vanessa. Hey, fuck you. Vanessa, cute. Oh, my goodness. See, let me tell you something. This dude is a kid. This dude ain't got no perception of what he's really doing. You motherfuckers be having paint all on your face, looking like girls and shit. That's fun to that little motherfucker. You take a fucking 12-year-old kid to the circus, he might want to be a clown. You fucking asshole. All you motherfuckers <laughs> that be talking that gay shit is assholes. Shit. That's Fuck some, that. That is some show. I wow. like that. I, I mean, yeah. the way he was trying to talk that kid out of being trans was just amazing. <laughs> Almost worked. <laughs> I wonder if he's uh, ever converted anybody back. I don't know. You know what happens if you go to the circus, you might end up wanting to grow up a clown. If you That's right. Yeah. I tell you, my parents took me to the circus. The last thing I wanted to be was a clown. Yeah, you rejected a lot of things on the way to adulthood. Yeah. Hey, tomorrow we'll say hi to Pam Anderson. We also, I'll also try to get to that phony phone call bracket and a bunch of other stuff that we never got to. Coming wow. Wednesday. Wow. Howard reunites with actress, activist, and 13-time Playboy cover girl, Pamela Anderson. I'm a button pusher. I think I provoke people into craziness because it seems that even in my relationships, I drive people completely insane. Do you ever say to yourself, oh, my God, how did this really happen? Oh, all the time. I don't know how it really happened. I don't know how I'm still doing what I'm doing. She's just so loose and fun, and I love her. Pamela Anderson, everyone. Only on Wednesday's Howard Stern Show.